You're listening to the Mobcast Network. That's the level of hate. Like, like she kidnapped my child. The bar winch doesn't like Taylor Swift. It's like how insane. Liam Neeson hates injustice. She. Wow. <laughs> That's a that's a high level. By the I'm, way, we started. That's fine. <laughs> so at least that made it. Yes. The Barwinch doesn't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to the weekly Mopcast episode thirty-two. Yes, is that th- correct? Thirty-two. Sure. Because 30, thirty-one was the double episode. Yes, that's right. 30, so thirty-two. Uh, I'm your host, your internet Native American spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined in the luscious studios of the. Living room. Living room. <laughs> the porter's living room. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron. This is a special. I'm also Aaron. Which I think is adorable. <laughs> Yay. We talked about this in December, but I, 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 it's one of my favorite things about you. Because you, not only that you're wonderful people, you're similarly named. I can easily remember you. <laughs> it makes it easy in bed, too, to be honest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> are you, I mean, we are married. And like, oh God, well, yes. <laughs> yeah, but it also gives us absolutely no excuse to yell at anybody you know, else's, else's name. name. Uh, it just happened. Unless uh, you're role playing. <laughs> well, listen, we don't talk about. You want to talk about awkward? We don't talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what kind of you know fireflies. Good seeing you again, Nathan Fillion. I just need you to stop calling out Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever calls out Aquaman in bed. Nobody. Not even, not Except Aqu- Aqualad. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aquaman hate this early in the podcast. <laughs> hate Aquaman. Um, we are, this is a special episode because, um, <coughs> for a couple of reasons. I'm getting choked up. <coughs> oh, my. <coughs> I am. I'm getting choked up. Are, are you going to be okay? I'm going to be fine. You got oh, water down there. I do. Um, this is uh, our last collective podcast for a while. That's true. Um, you guys are going off to RTX, and I'm by the mm-hmm. time by the time you're done, I'll be on the way to West Virginia. So to go, back West Virginia, <laughs> Mountain Mama, Mountain Mama to to uh, re- to reunite with uh, Aaron Prime. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Prime, yes. So hey, Aaron Prime, what's up? And so uh, because of which we are now we're trying Periscope mainly because the how us how it stacks guys did and i'm like that looked neat yeah and so uh, for our last hurrah together for a while i figured we would periscope it and see if anyone will actually watch or talk to us i hope they do talk to us because we'll read appropriate tweets during the day and probably in funny voices appropriate uh so only? far we started off with five viewers all right we are down to three. All right. You are one of them. So we have two. <laughs> we have two. <laughs> um, Hi, two. All right. Um, you can follow. Uh, to tweet us, you can follow me at, uh, at Scotty White. And that's all one word. S-C-O-T-T-Y-W-H-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. And they can tweet you at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N underscore Porter, P-O-R-T-E-R underscore I is. So Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. And and Erin has a Twitter, but she doesn't have her Twitter device nearby, so you can't tweet her right now. Twitterless. <laughs> bum bum. Yeah, bum bum. So uh, let's just uh, wait, one, more, one more bit of business before we go. This week's episode is sponsored by InversePress.com. Ooh, look at me pulling that one out. Nice. <laughs> I had to think of which the order was. Uh, you can listen to the ad now. 
Now, from Inverse Press, The Absentee. When a test pilot returns from an interdimensional quest to find a new energy source, he finds himself possessed by a demon. He learns to control the demonic form of his own mind and use its supernatural abilities. But while he is away, the demon uses his body to wreak havoc. Get this terrifying comic written by Kevin Laporte with art by Rando Dixon at InversePress.com. The Absentee. If you're watching Periscope, there is no ad, so I'll tell you this way. Um, go to inversepress.com, buy comic books. They are awesome. Mm -hmm. That's true. See that part I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I have everything, I think. I should have everything. I'm a big fan because, well, you kind of work. I technically work for them. Yeah, so. you technically work for them. <laughs> so it works. I just think they're awesome. They're good people. Mm -hmm. I ran into Rando Dixon. Um, uh, the artist, artist extraordinaire. For, for the absentee. Yes awesome horror comic um he works at the alchemy tavern here in mobile and i did not know and i ran into him and he had street fighter queued up on a giant screen at the bar i haven't been to the alchemy tavern it was amazing it was it was so much fun like i won a couple battles with some lady with pointy hair because you know i'm not i don't know that much about street fighter i just knew i liked kicking people in the face oh no there's chun lee and who's got chun lee doesn't have if anybody hair, knows who the purple lady is with the pointy hair things Please let us know. That would be Chun Li, right? She's got pointy hair things, and she's purple. No, no, no. They're no. they're little buns. They're cute, adorable little buns. She keeps just going. Let's keep no, Chun -Li. no, no. She's telling you that the person <laughs> she used had purple, spiky hair. They're two. Chun Li bits. has the buns. Oh. She, know, yes. she knows who Chun Li is. Okay, yes, she I, got I know that. Chun Li. I got I, the old school Street Fighter. Right, I don't so, know this lady. So it's Chun Li, and there's Cammy. Cammy, who's who, got ginormous boobs. I like Cammy. I never noticed her boobs. I just noticed the giant gloves, though. That because I'm like, those make no I sense. I the boobs because she would, you'd select her and she'd slide in, and it'd be like, like boob physics for days, son. Yeah. Some some Japanese program worked hard on the boobs. Oh, we lost another. We lost another viewer. <laughs> <laughs> boob physics are not what they want to talk about. Fine, fine. Don't enjoy my boob physics. <laughs> well, no one. Yeah. You, don't have boobs. Hater. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, another witch just turned it off. <laughs> the bar witch is like Alice. Another Swifties. one. Um, Swifties. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm down with Taylor Swift. I'm, I, I can enjoy some Tay Tay. Like she on the radio, I don't turn it. <laughs> I really like Taylor Swift. That's not wrong with that. A lot. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Are you a big Swifty? Yeah. All right, you know, iHeartRadio has a contest where you can like go to her show in San Francisco and meet her and stuff. See, I would like to meet her. I would not want to go to one of her shows. Oh, no, I mean neither. Unless, unless I can have like a VIP private suite <laughs> and watch the show, because uh, I don't really want to be on the floor for all of that. I'm good. Like, <laughs> like I'll get on the floor for Cody and Cambria. I'll get on the floor, mix it up, and you know, if it gets ugly, fine. I will stay there to the end of that damn show. Do Coheed and Cameron get ugly? Yes, <laughs> like a knife uh, fight. We it went. Gets, to, it gets cramped, and people start like smooshing together and yeah. stuff. Well, and it also depends on where you are. We went to a show in Destin. Uh, I don't know. We're at the beach. Sure, I think it was no, Destin. Destin um, has a beach. Yeah, I think it was Destin. Uh, we'll go with they, Destin. They, they did a random show at this uh, club, 
And so we bought tickets and went, and we were on the floor pretty much dead center. And uh, that was the most violent show I've ever been to. There were about five or six fights around wow. me. Um, the show was, I mean, they did great, but the yeah, crowd, the it was. the venue had a lot to do with it, too, because yeah. it wasn't really set up for a It was a not show set up for a rock big. show, yeah. So everybody was way closer than they wanted to be. Yeah. It led to issues. Uh, so, because uh, we uh, concerts are interesting, and I, I didn't start going con- concerts until I was in high school, and to go, I didn't go a lot of bit, many, but my first one was my freshman year of high school, right before right before the summer had started, right here in Mobile. Okay, and I'm proud to say I saw Leonard Skinner. No, no, oh, I've seen them three times. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen Leonard Skinner. So that's your guess. What, who do you think I saw? Uh, uh, 1993. Two. Oh, I Night don't two. do time. Uh, <laughs> I don't do time. It's like Art Garfunkel. <laughs> no, no. Wow, that's a that's a that's a way back. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> he said 92, not 72. <laughs> I mean, do still play? He what? does. He does. He does still play. I guess I don't know. I haven't seen like an Art Gar- Garfunkel concert ever. No. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Paul Simon once. Chicago. No. I'm out. I don't know. Paula Abdul. What? I saw Paula Abdul at the the Civic Center in Mobile, and uh, it was a controversy show because one of the high schools had always did their high school graduation at the Civic Center, right? But they moved them to the Sanger, right? Because Paula was there, and which the, let's be honest, the Sanger, unless you have a ginormous high school, much better place. To right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Graduate. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember what school it was, but um. I do remember things about the concert. Okay. All right. So, um, I was in love with Paul Abdul. Love. I like you know. Still in love with Paul Abdul. Not as much. Um, really? No. I mean, okay. I, I don't dislike her, but like you understand, you know, I was fourteen, a young budding man. I had a Paul Abdul poster on my door because I loved me some Forever Your Girl. I had that album. I was all straight up. Don't you, you know, I was seriously. Straight up. Tell, tell me. Spellbound is my jam. I love that album because it has. Because it has my song "Rush Rush" on there, I'm a big fan of Rush Rush. In fact, we played it on the podcast way back. I'm a fan of Rush. <laughs> See, I'm not. Oh. I don't know Canadian rock well. <laughs> rock well or just rock? <laughs> no, well, Canadian. I don't know, just Rush. I don't. I, and Rush. I know that. And like in, in in geek culture, saying you're not a fan of Rush, that's a thing because it's a. Yeah. And it's just not. Tom, sorry, don't care. No, that's fine. <laughs> and that's you know, I'm glad you like Rush. I do not. So, yeah. uh, Getty Lee, I'm sorry. You probably he's in, listening right now. He's probably he's, he's probably upset. one of our, our, our people. He probably going to drop, but yeah. he's probably a nice fan. Paula Abdul, uh, her opening act was um, "Color Me Bad." Nice. Uh, um, I want to sex you up, pain. <laughs> Hot. And uh, she flew on stage. That's how she entered. The, literally, <laughs> literally, she flew the the stage opened. And she launched in the air from from under the stage and flew in Mobile. Like I don't know how they set their rigs up to do that because that you, have you been they, to the Civic Center? It's not listen, a very listen. You are giving Mobile far too much credit. There were did. no rigs. It was two guys, Bubba and Jebediah, <laughs> who are down there going, "All right, all right, Paula, here you go." And they just threw her straight. I'm gonna there. just go with she was magical and flew. <laughs> I I thought she got mad hops. Right. So she, yeah, they linked up all of their T-shirt cannons and just shot her. <laughs> oh, I think this was the era before the air. T-shirt can- cannon. Uh, other things I remember about the show, um, when they did uh, Opposites Attract, there was someone in a 
furry costume as MC Scat Cat doing S- Scat Cat. Yeah. All right. I didn't name it. <laughs> no, he's real. You didn't watch that video. <laughs> and so, you know, he, he was dancing and singing along. So it was like before I knew what a furry was. I mean, <laughs> it's like, oh, look, Paula and this weird sports <laughs> mascot for something she's invented. Um, <laughs> and on Spellbound, she has a song called Marry Me. A couple got married to that song. I'm curious. I don't know the couple. I want to know. At the show? At the show, totally. Like, Paula was like, yeah, they had a minister, and she sang the song, and they, they walked down the aisle and got married. And apparently that was a thing. Like, all our shows, everyone, someone got married at our shows. That's a document. That has to be fake, right? No, 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 no. That's going to be a, I, I'd love to do a documentary about, like, how many Paula Abdul married couples are still together. It's got to be fake. I don't like, know. Like, they've got to be plants. They've got to be like, oh, and here from... From Spanish Fort, just across <laughs> the bay, and they're like actually from Chicago, and they're <laughs> actors. They're like, oh yeah. You know what? Honestly, until you mentioned it, I never. I, I was. I believed in the magic. Now and nope. it's, and that was twenty three years ago. Hi everybody, my name's Aaron. I'm here to kill your dreams. <laughs> Dream crusher. That's hey, me. Max. Max the dog is coming hung out with me. He's like, I love you, Paula. Max, <laughs> you're not. You're not getting us any listeners or viewers. But no, he's leaving. I said that, and he's out. Hi, I'm games. Aaron, and I'm the crusher of dreams. So, um, interesting side note about the Paula Abdul concert. Yes, uh, my dad took me. Okay, this this was a bonding moment between me and my father. He, t- who he was probably like, well, my son's gonna like certain type of people, and that's all right. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, what's what you can explain? I was like, I'm seriously, I was fanboying. Uh, Boing. Fan boning. Fan boning. Let's be honest. You got it right the first time. I'm caught in a hit and run. So I, you know, I I had this whole moment. And um, so, Dad, back this up. So, Christmas, (laughs) for Christmas, my parents got me uh, a bunch of cassettes that I can only assume that came from the. In the old days, you may not remember this, kids out there. There was a group called Columbia House. Yes. And for like twelve cents, you could have like fifty cassettes. And a cassette is like an MP3. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> but like with only like eight songs and made of plastic. Google it if you don't know what a cassette is. Yeah, if you don't know what a cassette is, um, I we can't be friends because that means that means you're like you were born in what ninety. Five and older? 2000. There was cassettes around for a while. Yeah, that's true. But, um, so in this collection of cassettes I got, I got, um, I remember getting uh, Weird, Weird Al's Alapalooza. Nice. Great album. Yes. I got In Living Color. Okay. But because my mother thought it was the TV show In Living Color, not the band Living Color. <laughs> <laughs> and, nice. And then, um, but I, I got um, Color Me Bad's first cassette. Now this is important because this that was the Christmas before the Paula Abdul concert, so I went to see Paula that that right at the end of the year, and so June, July, my dad does. Uh, I at the time used to drill water wells and worked on water pumps and things like that. So one Saturday or Sunday, I'm looking for dad, and he is in the barn, his workshop, working away on a pump, listening to "Color Me Bad," like cranked up, like he was just jamming. Was jam. He was just jamming to "Color Me Bad," so he went to a show. And was like, like, you know, just like how bands wish. Like, they all love us. My dad was like, I love Color Me Bad. Nice. So he was like, Jackal, ZZ Top, Leonard Skinner, Color Me, Me Bad. Bad. Nice. So that's that, so that, that was my, my first concert. 
Nice. What was yours? My first concert um, was not Leonard Skinner. All right. Uh, that was the first concert I went to that was not with my parents, though. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, so you chose that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Back in the day, man, I was a... I wasn't a big... Thursday, by the way. Yeah, Back in the day was a Thursday. Um, I, I really liked Leonard Skinner growing up because my dad, uh, you know, used to play Leonard Skinner on, on the record player, and uh, he'd have that blaring throughout the house, and... <laughs> So that was my jam. Well, we uh, talked about this a couple weeks ago when Kevin was here. That's how you renew your Alabama driver's license. Yep, you sing it. a Skinner tune. Um, so, but that was the first one. I can't remember. I know it was a, I know it was a country act, but I don't remember who it was. Uh, I did see one of my first uh, uh, concerts was actually the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they were doing the touring thing. The Out of Your Shell tour. Yes, the Out of Your Shell tour. Oh, I wow. saw that live. I, I'm, I'm jealous. I did not um, see it live, but I remember... Um, I had the VHS and Pizza, saw it live. Pizza Hut did a promotion yep. where you could get the cassette, mm-hmm. with, and that's how I got it. Yep. Um, yeah, I remember. That was my jam. That was your jam. That was my jam back in the day. Fun fact, uh, I used to go to um, uh, kindergarten, or not kindergarten, uh, uh, daycare, because both my parents worked, so um, my dad was in the Air Force, so there were a lot of times he would be on TDY, so he'd be gone for you know a couple months at a time. So just me and my mom. My mom worked for the government, so there were times where she would be, you know, she'd have to work till five or six at night. I'd have to be a daycare. So your mom school. was an assassin, is what you're trying to say? Pretty much. Um, <laughs> so uh, I Are would you be, scared uh, of your mother-in-law? <laughs> no. Nobody's scared of my mom. Um, I, I am. <laughs> uh, What's your mom's name? Jean. Jean? Jean Porter. Jean Porter? Yeah. I'm scared of you, Jean. She's going to come get you. Someone, someone fears you. I do. <laughs> That's me. Um, but... One uh, one summer, uh, there were four of us that really liked the Out of the Shell tour. Right. We had the we had the music. Oh so we, no, I love where this is going. Oh yeah. So we uh, dressed up as the Ninja Turtles. Which turtle were you? I was always Raphael. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah, I, I, you look like a Raphael. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. I'm Mikey. I claim Mikey. Uh, I like Donatello. Uh, you look like yeah, you yeah, Donatello. Uh, I want to be a Leonardo, but I'm like, I like both staffs. <laughs> but see, that's the thing is nobody, nobody's ever actually Leonardo. <laughs> and the only reason why, katanas are cool, but yeah. both staff. I can just beat people up with a both staff. Right. But we, we, we reenacted the Out of the Shell tour on a makeshift stage for the entire daycare. I wish there was like a, a, a scratchy VHS of this I'm somewhere. I'm sure there's one somewhere. Uh, like my parents don't have it. Thank goodness. Oh, that's that. Uh, I don't know who I would does. transfer that in a heartbeat and throw that on YouTube oh, so fast. Oh, I know. Trust me. I know. Uh, there are certain <laughs> be a things. special important report. <laughs> there, there are certain things I hope never see the light of day. That is near the top of the list. Oh. That is near the top of the list. Unless I get supremely famous. Right. Then I want it released. Because then it's like a then it's like oh look uh, this is me as a kid TMZ do 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 yeah you know I got you see but, but I got like, you like like right now no that like that would just garner a bunch of a bunch of views and I'd be like yeah that was me <laughs> damn it so but yeah that was even back then I I wanted I I yearned for the roar of the crowd sir Aaron girl type <laughs> what was your first concert. First concert with just by myself was in college for Hooba Stank. Oh yeah, I had forgot about Hooba Stank. Yeah, you I do. I got tickets to that. 
tend to forget about Hoobastank. Yeah, but they were they were super good live. They oh. were amazing live. What was her like big the hit? Little, the little lead singer was just like bouncing all over everything. He jumped up on a speaker, almost died, jumped down again. I mean, he was all over the place. Nice guys. There were chairs laid out for some reason. Like, who's going to sit down during a Hoobastank concert? <laughs> Aaron's like, I'm quiet and respectful. I sat because I worked the event. So by the time Hoobastank came on stage, I was like, I am done. People were picking up chairs and they had an assembly line going where they would just like pass the chairs (laughs) back row by row, like so that everyone could squish in and get near the stage like normal concert people. College ingenuity. Um, All that critical thinking skills you're learning. What's been your favorite concert? Uh, Coheed and Cambria. Hashtag concerts. That's what we should have been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Coheed and Cambria. Where, how many times have you seen Coheed? I've seen Coheed four times. So out of the four, are like, is there one particular, or you're just I like. I think here in Mobile, when, when they played Mobile, because A, that was insane that they actually right. played Mobile. Oh, yeah. Um, but B, it was uh, at Soul, Soul Kitchen. Kitchen. So a, you know, kind of a, a not a big venue. Right. Venue. I've never been to Soul Kitchen. It's, it's great. It's Here's great. a good venue. I've just never been. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I was right up front, pretty practically on the stage. And great crowd. Right. Everybody was into the show. But everybody, and this is something that doesn't happen a lot at rock concerts. Everybody was super respectful. Oh, that's like, very nice. Like, it was like, here's your space. You know, and there'd be like a, a couple folks who would maybe kind of start a little mosh, moshing a little bit. And I'm like, moshing at a Coheed concert? I don't get it, but fine. Um, they just want to dance. They just, just they dance just if you want dance. to. Feel the need to dance. Dance if you want to. Um, <laughs> to leave your friends behind. But uh, like if they the don't crowd, dance. <laughs> the crowd was great. The show was awesome. Um, the opening bands, uh, one of them was amazing, which is I the Mighty. Oh, I love I the Mighty. Highly recommend I the Mighty. Um, I don't Shout remember. out to Hi the Mighty. I the Mighty. I the Mighty. Sorry. Yeah. Shout out to I um, the Mighty. I don't remember who the other band was. I, I didn't really dig them, so it wouldn't matter. I, d- I wouldn't want to tarnish their name anyway. Um, I'm sure you know they enjoy what they do. So hey, more power to them. Um, but God, great, great show. What's your favorite? Um. Okay. I have to do this in two categories. My favorite concert and the most meaningful concert. Sorry. Both were the same band, but for different reasons. All right. All right. So if you haven't picked up on the podcast or the, or the fact that the uh, the network's called the Mopcast Network, where a product of Stupid Mop Studios, I am a Pearl Jam fan. Yes. I'm a diehard Pearl Jam fan. I, I, I know this about you. Like, like. You know, there's a thing. So the two the two concerts are both con- Pearl Jam concerts, but they're different okay. reasons. Okay. So September 1995, um, this was during Pearl Jam's Ticketmaster fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they did. Uh, they had a, a show. They did a series of shows through a secondary t- uh, ticket pl- uh, company. Big fiasco, big mess. Anyway, they couldn't get big venues, so we I saw Pearl Jam in New Orleans at the Tad Gormley Stadium. I don't even know where that's at. I've never, I've, but I've been, been to there Orleans a thousand times. I've never heard of that. So, so I was at the Ted Gormley Stadium. This was during the Vitology tour. The show itself was great, but what was great about it was not Pearl Jam. Okay. It happened to be the Ramones' last show. Their last, okay. their last tour. Their last tour, not their the last show. Their last tour. Gotcha. 
So <clears throat> I got to see the Ramones. They opened for Pearl Jam. They were That's amazing. What? Yeah, I've seen the Ramones. You saw the Ramones. Live. That is crazy. I know. I've seen the Ramones. And uh, so that's a, for me, that's a historic moment. It's something that, that, that I hold dear in my heart. Um, I'll, I'll tell this story. The second one, and I think, I think for me, it was just, just, just the experience. So uh, me and the bar winch are hanging out. And we had, uh, this is in 2013 for Pearl Jam's Lightning Bolt tour, the newest, the last tour. And uh, we had seen Pearl Jam in Pittsburgh at the start of the tour two weeks earlier. Right. And so they were in Virginia on this random day. You know, they were the, the tour, you know, they had all the way uh, moved down. And so I'm having lunch with a bar winch, and uh, she looks a little sad. And I'm like, bar winch, why are you sad? And it's usually probably because my beer is empty. But no. <laughs> She's like, well, Pearl Jam is in it's in Charlottesville, which is four hours away, and we're not going to be there. And I said, well, we could go. Right. And she said, well, no, no, we can't. And so we went back and forth. Well, we could go. It's just four hours. We could just go. And so I said, look, I will solve this problem right now. So I pulled out the phone. I looked at StubHub because I knew tickets were going to be expensive because they are. You know, right. we, we saw, I think, the Pearl Jam, and we had good seats for Pearl Jam in Pittsburgh, but they were you know, hundred whatever plus tickets for this show were $25. It was on the campus of, uh, uh, university of Virginia. Okay. And so the, I guess student price, student price, that's mighty cheap. So student pricing made it cheap. So 25 right. bucks. So the conversation went from, we can't go to, we should go. Sure. And so we went back and forth and we, we went back to the bar and, discussed this some and she called up her husband and was like hey i'm thinking about just headed off to go see pearl jam with, with scotty and so he's doesn't really like the idea and i have to go to work anyway i mean i'm supposed to schedule work so i'm you know i'm gonna leave the bar and go to work works right right around the corner right and so as I'm, you know, well, we tried. It's good. You know, at least we got to see him. Seemed more. like a good idea. It was good. Idea. Yeah, fine. Yeah. And as I'm leaving out the door, she gets a text message from her husband that says, and I quote, go with my blessing. <laughs> All right. So I, she tells me that. I stop and I turn around. I'm in. I text my boss and I'm like, hey, um, I'm not coming into work, even though I'm supposed to be there in five minutes. I'm going to do something incredibly stupid. We'll explain tomorrow. <laughs> that's how you do that. I mean, that's also how you can get fired. Well, that's you know, how you do that. It's it was worth the risk, sure. <laughs> and so she's like, "Listen, if, if this happened with Coheed, absolutely right. It was, it's I worth the, it's worth the risk. Thing. I mean, that's what you, you know. I mean, my favorite band is four hours away, twenty five bucks. I get to go see them. I'm yeah, I'm in. I'm in. So she starts hemming and hawing again. I said, "No, no, 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 no. We have to go. I just called off work." <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is happening. She had the blessing. She she had the blessing. And so we got tickets. We printed them out. We got in her van, and we headed toward Virginia. Now, the bar winch was in her bar winchiest clothes. Her, her bar winchiest clothes. She was very dressed up. She was all dolled up. And she was like, Do bar winches get dressy? Our bar winch does. Oh, yeah. Our bar winch is, you know. You got to be classy with Right. She's a classy. She's a classy bar winch. So. 
an, an aside. All right. Barwinch mm-hmm. has a husband. Yes. Does Barwinch's husband have a a a, a nickname like Barwinch? Like, is it Bar Bro? The robot. <laughs> He's a computer guy. Okay. Is oh, he, I is, thought that was because of his mad dance. Skills. How about Mr. Roboto? <laughs> Mr. Roboto. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm just sure. Look, I, I'm, she named you. I don't I nickname know. people. I don't, that's not true. I've nicknamed a few people. <laughs> yes, I have. I can't say I haven't. But so we are on our way. But she has to stop. She's like, I have to buy pants. <laughs> and I'm like, you look fine. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to wear pants to this event. She's in a skirt. She looks great. And I'm like, you'll be the hottest milf there. But just go, go. No, so we stop. She gives me the keys to her van, goes, fill up the van, gives me her debit card, and she runs into the store to buy pants. Okay. So, ladies. When you need a wardrobe hey, change. You cannot fight it. And as a, well, as a lady, you you know, I, I suppose. Uh, you just, you, I mean, even if you have two seconds to be somewhere, you're like, I'm not feeling it. Screw it. We're going to have to stop. Put on some new clothes. And then go. You yes, know this. this happens on I the regular. I just hate everything right now. <laughs> I, I need I don't to change any clothes. And then yes, like an explosion do. of clothes have happened behind me. He's like, obviously that's a lie. I'm like, no, I don't have any clothes that I like right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might wear this at some point. Someday. Hey, you know that, that's okay. If that's what you like. That's what you like. And that, as your job, you should just you know. Nope. <laughs> no, he's like. Get rid of some of your clothes, please. He's the dream crusher. I am. He's the dream dream crusher. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I catch your dreams and I crunch crunch them. So by the time I had filled up her van, she had. Hey, listener, sorry. Oh, never mind. That didn't make a noise. Continue. By the time she filled, uh, by the time I filled up the van, she had bought two pairs of pants. Okay. Mm -hmm. She needed one. Bought two. Sure. (laughs) You never know. And and I think shoes. I think she bought shoes too to go with the pants. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I know it wasn't just pants. I think she brought part of it. Because she had a rock shirt in her in, in the bar, so she wore that. Rock like uh, like the rock? No, no, like a... <gasps> a Dwayne Johnson shirt? Can you smell <laughs> what the rock is cooking? Ballas. <laughs> that really bad movie where he looks like a PlayStation villain? What? The Mummy 2. What? You seen the Mummy too? I have not. I oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks, looks like a like he hey, looks like Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Hater. He looks like no. He looks like a bad place. Hater. 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 Hating. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hater's gonna. Hate Brandon Fraser beat him. Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser beat him. That's something to hate about, by the way. <laughs> Brandon Fraser, something to hate. Sorry, but go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, and so uh, we, as we were, you know, hooked back up and headed back, headed toward um, Virginia. She gets a call from um, her husband, the robot, and was like, hey, what's for dinner tonight? And she was like, um, um, I don't know what you're having, but I'm going to Virginia. And his response was, that's tonight? <laughs> Oops. You missed a part of the conversation that was a little important. <laughs> so we... I've no, I, I, I had known the bar winch for about a year, year and a half. And we've hung out, but there's a point in life when you hang out with somebody who, who's destined to be dinner. Dinner pause. Or are you gonna actually pause? Right no, here? I'm gonna keep going. Okay. <laughs> there's a po- there, there's a point in in your life when you meet someone that 
has a special connection with you. And um, this moment was me and her. We knew we were going to be friends over this four-hour right. trip. And we just kind of shared everything about it that we never really shared with anybody else. It was sure. just, just this conversation about, you know, you know, this is this whatever you believe in has made this moment the moment where you two are going to be best friends. Right. And this four hour journey is where me and the bar winch became best friends. And so I hold. And then three days later, he killed her and buried her body somewhere in the West Virginia mountains. I hope not, because I do like her. She, she is my best friend. I don't want to murder my best friend. But. <laughs> I'm hey, really bad at friendship. If you're going to make jokes, make them on the microphone, please. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it it was it's weird. It's one of those moments like I said, it, you know, I we made that connection. And while I understand and respect the fact that that I actually one of the few people who can say I saw the Ramones. Right. I saw the Ramones and they were excellent. Right. They were amazing. My favorite concert was that moment where I connected with my best friend. Sure. And that makes sense. And makes so sense. we had a great story led up to it. We made it. I mean, we left at the with the stops and everything. We only missed one song. Nice. And, that, and if you see a Pearl Jam show, and I highly recommend, you know, if you like Pearl Jam, just on a, on a peripheral, their shows are amazing. They they usually don't have an opening act. They play about three hours because they have ten albums. Right. They don't play the same stuff. Every show's different. And you want to see a band that looks like they're having fun doing that. That's the, and that's who you want to go see. You don't want to go see. I mean, I've seen bands who are like, their set lists are always the same. They get there, they're going to play the same stuff in the same right. word, and that's what they do. And they're and it's and I get it. It's their job. That's how they make their money. I totally get that. But it's a different experience if you just have a good time. She crosses back with pizza. I'd like to point something out to everyone. Um, <laughs> So our dinner arrived, uh, two pizzas. Oh, she's knocking over the microphone. I'm holding it. Um, she made herself a plate of pizza for her, <laughs> brought me nothing, not a damn thing. No, I don't want your pizza. I want my pizza. <laughs> well, go get your pizza. That requires me to get up. I'm stuck over here. I got all the, all yeah, the tech come, stuff. Come I'm good. I'm come good. On, Let's no, go. Come on. No, you can I'm cross. Good. We went to a concert together. Concert we we saw Ruby Fish. That's right. We did see Ruby Fish. New Orleans and yep. um, House of Blues. House of Blues. Uh, it was you, me, Rick, and somebody else. And I can never remember who the third, the fourth person was. And I was going to ask who, if you remember who the fourth in our and who was our fourth in that. It wasn't you. No, because I went with him and, and Lee. Lee. Yeah. And it wasn't Lee either. There was because Rick drove. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember who the fourth was. Sorry. It was uh, 2002, 2003, 2002. If you're listening to this and it was you, my apologies. But yeah, I was like, I can't remember who, who it was because. I've well, been to a lot of concerts. Oh, I have too. But so it's it, like when you said we've seen a concert. Together, you looked was, at me like, no, we haven't. I was like, what? <laughs> my uh, and own. Then he, Real Big Fish. I was like, oh, that's right. I do remember seeing you at a Real Big Fish concert. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that concert. I do remember parts of it. I remember. Uh, a couple of things. Um, I would never go to that kind of show again. Okay. Because it was way too. I love ska. Don't yeah. give me. I love ska music. I like ska music in doses. This was like a four-hour ska concert. 
Yeah. And 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 there were some some really good sky acts, and there were some very not so good sky sky acts. The band that that I guess was the last band in the the lineup before Real Big Fish was uh I don't remember the name, but they were a they were kind of like a ska jam band with no lyrics. It was just that's right, and it was just like, and you and me were like, my God, when is this is yeah. going to end? Please God, die! Because <laughs> we get, you know, we were jamming and having a good time, and then for that, we were just stone silent. We just yep. just like the whole crowd was. Except if I remember correctly, there was like two people in the crowd. That was that was like God's gift of music. Right? They, they were like, like ah! this is my favorite band. Yes! It's my favorite band. I'm coming to see them. I drove all the way to Louisiana to see this. And we're like, okay, honey, whatever. Why, why, why does your life suck so bad that this is what you came to Louisiana for? <laughs> That's what a lot of people would say about us going to see Real Big Fish. But I love I Real Big Fish. Haters, right? They are haters. Everybody likes Real Big Fish. Woo. And if you don't think you like Real Big Fish, you're wrong. <laughs> you just, you just don't know <laughs> that you, you don't like, like Real Big Fish. Yeah, but we saw Real Big They'll Fish. They'll hit you. At, they hit you at the right time. You're like, damn, I love me some Real Big Fish. What was your first Real Big Fish song? What, uh, what did it for you? Oh. Uh, uh, duh, 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 duh. Sellout. I mean, Sellout. come on, that's, that's Sellout. the big one. It's a great album. Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, beer, but from the basketball soundtrack. Okay. And so, and and because they do take on me too, which yep. is great. But beer, I love beer. Yeah, take on me is is great. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, their live album. Um, our band is. I forgot it. It's a really long title. <laughs> uh, but that is that's one of my that's a great album. That's one of my favorite live albums, ever. Um, it ranks right up there with two more from the road uh, for Leonard Skinner, which is uh, my second favorite live album. No, oh, well, see, I didn't. Wow. So I'm glad we segued to this because I was thinking about this this week. Um, there are, as discussed, Pearl Jam fan, huge Pearl Jam fan, yes. but. While I can listen to a Pearl Jam album all the way through, I don't like every song on a Pearl Jam album. Okay. There's there's some bands that you're just that you love. You're just like not that crazy about that song. Sure. That just you know, and sure. I, I there think are a couple of Beatles songs that I can I mean, you know, that I can think of that I go. Eh, there's I a couple Beatles that. albums that I'm like, oh, really? I just and I love the Beatles. There's I, I will say there are no albums that I that I go. I uh, wish this album was never around. But I'm not a crazy about Sgt. Pepper as a whole. I love Sgt. Pepper. Which everyone does. Everyone does. And I just like, I I get it and I understand. But, and I like things on Sgt. Pepper, but I can't listen. It's very rare that I can just pop in Sgt. Pepper and listen yeah. to it straight through. What's your favorite Beatles album? Rubber way? Soul. It's a good choice. Rubber Soul. Abbey Road. Abbey Road's great. I love the Abbey Road medley. That is, oh, that is my great. favorite Beatles. And granted, it's multiple songs, but I count it as one song. That right. is my favorite Beatles song, Abbey, uh, the Abbey Road medley. Mine is Wait, which is at the end of Rubber Soul. Okay. I really, really like that one. But see, it has like that, and it had um, In My Life, and Norwegian Woods on that, and Maybe You Can Drive My Car. It's a good album. It's like solid. Drive My Car is a really underrated song. It Beatles. is great, yeah. A lot of people don't, don't, like don't that dig that song. Beep, beep. Don't speak with your mouth full. Beep, What's beep. wrong with you? I had to weigh in. Don't like that one. Hey, beep, 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 yeah. You not into it? Beep, 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 beep yeah. yeah. No. Not into it. Wow. But I want to talk about, like, um, I was listening to a lot of music today, this week, and I, I wanted to talk about um, albums that are amazing to you 
regardless, I mean, because music's personal. You know, I like this for, for whatever reason. I like it. Albums that you your go to that you can listen to straight through, without hitting it on shuffle, without hitting it. I mean, you're like, I'm gonna listen to this from front to back, and every song is amazing to you. You go first, because I already have my answer. Glitch Mob. What's the name of the album? What is that? I, I forgot the name of the album. I'm not gonna lie, I'm terrible at this, but oh, that's fine. Actually, I can just put that artist. I can just listen to everything that they do, all of it. Okay. Just nonstop. It would probably explode Aaron's brain because it's kind of like dubstep. See, okay, I wasn't familiar with it, so it's dubstep okay. electronic. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. The more sounds something has, the the more I like it. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So that and Anything probably else? bass nectar. It's another <laughs> same genre. Bass nectar. Yeah. That's a great name. Sounds like a villain in Mortal Kombat. Bass nectar. <laughs> Fatality. Ah. Bass nectar. Or beats antique. Actually, they're um, beats antique is adorable. <laughs> they. Come on, in the grand scheme of band names, that's a do- You're like, oh. Well, they also have. I imagine they were like DJ Grandmas. DJ Grandma. <laughs> hey, they serious. Nobody's tea party. <laughs> like my grandma's like tea the party. Golden Girls all thrown uh, down in Miami. And <laughs> <laughs> What's the big rave uh, festival they have in Miami? The, anyway, imagine the Golden Girls doing that. That's beats antique. Probably well, not, but that's no. how I see it in my head. That's how I totally see that. No, Beats Antique's really cool because they pair with uh, Zoe. Uh, I think her last name is Zax. She's a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. Does amazing, amazing shows. Cool. They actually played here in Mobile, or they, they have several times. And the concert's really cool because they interact with the audience. Uh-huh. Like, I think at the end of the concert, I ended up on the stage with, like, this rubber tiger mask on with a bunch of other people, and we're just dancing with them. So anything that has audience participation but she's a blast to take to like places <laughs> define uh. places <laughs> <laughs> you define places <laughs> no comment. i certainly have a good time <laughs> <laughs> it's like and then i was on a stage with a tiger mask <laughs> i was belly dancing with everybody else it was a great time it's like that not many stories end with that that's true I mean, that, that is absolutely true <laughs> so that's that's what the girl got Okay. Okay. Very cool. What about you? Coheed and Cambria again. Fair, fair of course. Be um, Burning Star Four. So the third album. Yeah, that's a good album. That's that is that is my favorite album of all time. And yeah, you know, it's got Welcome Home, um, which is obviously their biggest. Uh, Ten Speed. Uh, Suffering, I think is on that one. Yeah. Um, just I love that album from beginning to end, um, and I always tell people like, for music for me, I like stories. Right. And if I can get music that tells a story, I'm in. And Welcome Home to me is the ultimate breakup song, as is the final cut. Um, so you have two breakup songs. You're like, oh, absolutely. I'm breaking up, and then I'm well, no, breaking no, no, no. Up. See, the the uh, wel- Welcome Home is the part where like. The breakup happens, right? And you're just furious about it, and it's just the anger of it, and you're going through that, and you're just like this, just, oh, this bitch! Ah! <laughs> Final cut, which is the last song on the album, is when you realize that it's over. You're still not happy about it, but it's just putting the whole damn thing to bed. 
Gotcha. Um, and but and granted, in the song, it's you know like killing, killing her, but <laughs> you know, I mean that that is a final solution. Um, for to end a relationship. But uh, I I love that album from beginning to end, and I the second they do a Never Ender tour because they they will randomly go, hey, we're gonna do a Never Ender tour, which means we're gonna choose one of our albums, and we're gonna play that album from beginning to end, in order. Uh, I got live. you. Live, they've never done that album. The second that comes up, I will be going to see that show. Rock on. So uh, that is Coheed, please. Please, please. <laughs> Real quick for our, because uh, I got a tweet uh, or a Facebook message from Jeff Honaker, who was hey who was in um, uh, my short film Paid in Full. Um, Jeff's like, hey, the thing is sideways, bro. And I'm like, when you watch it on PC, it it's it looks sideways. It's ver- it's vertical because of the way the sorry the way the um, iPad is 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 streaming this. Uh, so you have to watch it vertically or just listen to it. I don't know. Um, but if you have an iPad or a phone, it you can you can even it out. Sorry about that. Uh, that's Periscope. Sorry, PC users. Um, Periscope needs to work on that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Because listen, I I get it that most of the uh, the generation behind us um, that under, have never seen film or TV. Yeah, because or, they or, film uh, things this way. Yeah, yeah. Which they, they, I don't. No. See, watch, watch. People at home, watch, watch. Portrait. There you landscape. go, landscape. landscape. That's how you need to shoot things. <laughs> yeah, see, easy. And, the, and that's, to be honest with you, when somebody takes a picture, that's how I can tell how old they are. Right. Via the picture. I go, oh. But it's funny because it loops back around. Right. I'll be like, oh, you're somebody who understands, like, a picture needs to be landscape, not portrait. So either, if it's portrait, either you're old because and you don't understand what's happening, or you're young and you're dumb. <laughs> or you don't understand what's happening. I'll go with that. You're dumb. Okay. Yeah. I'm... You should know. You are young. That is correct. It dinged. <laughs> I think I was helping somebody out with. Um, I think this was the Peter Pan and the Pirates guy. I have a Peter Pan and the Pirates guy. Peter Pan and the Pirates guy. Hey, we picked up another viewer. <laughs> Jeff <Hello>. Honaker. <laughs> hey, Jeff. You're watching. Hold on, Jeff. <laughs> Hold, sorry. On. Hold on. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> All this gets cut from audio because it's just this is crappy audio. So, uh, anybody but but Co- anybody else besides Coheed or um another album I can listen to um, Abbey Road, obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, right. You know what? Actually, yes, uh, Cherry Poppin' Daddies, uh, the one with Zoot Suit Riot. Riot. Yeah, actually, so good. I actually, I listened to some Cherry Poppin' Daddies this, this week because I had totally forgotten about them, yep. and, and they popped up on and that's Pandora. The thing, like, like everybody, you know, if you say Cherry Poppin' Daddies and they go, eh, you go Zoot Suit Riot, they're like, I know that song. I like their version of um, uh, Jump in Line. Yep. Uh, from um, the basketball soundtrack. Yep. You you and the basketball soundtrack. It's, it's a good movie. Y'all, y'all are connected. Um, but that it's album. Good soundtrack. That that album, man, uh, has some great stuff on there, and that's actually what uh, I. That was one of the albums I learned to play drums with. So you want to talk about Trial by Fire? Right. Trying yeah. to keep up with some of that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you it. You know, um, but that taught me different time signatures and different feel while playing. Um, so I always, you know, when people ask me. Like, hey, my kid's getting into drumming. What should they, you know, should they I, take lessons? Um, but also, you know, listen, play along with a variety of music. Right. You'll be the best drummer, best drummer in the area, because you can, you can just switch on the fly. And so now, if I just sit down and start playing drums, I will go from rock to swing, 
to jazz to like a you know blues feel to back to like like heavy metal type you know it's just kind of flow between while i'm playing mm -hmm. and it just makes it makes it to where if somebody needs a drummer you can play very cool very yeah. cool um for me uh like i said i, I wish i could say pearl jam i really do because like it's close like, so so there's not a pearl jam no this beginning to end oh yeah, i can but it's like i, I there's like 10 there, there's songs on 10 i don't like okay i'm not really crazy about even flow just not and maybe because i heard a lot i not 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 my thing um i uh versus the uh leash i'm not really crazy about it unless i say you're live uh or no blood i can't stand blood it's just uh, vitology here's the funny one i love vitology the last song is what i named my company after and i can't listen to it <laughs> all right because it's not really a song. It's this weird co collection of like mental health ish, uh, like mental patients doing interviews to Jack Irons drumming. It's weird. It's like it's very experimental, and it's it's a great kind of piece. But like when I'm jamming, I don't want to hear it. Right. It's like a song you don't hear live because I don't think yeah. they've ever performed it live. But and I could be wrong. But so no, I mean, I could make my own Pearl Jam CD or album that that, that I would listen the to. The Scotty mix. Like a Scotty mix that I think would be great. But other than that, no, I. So okay, so no problem. Sorry, Eddie, just not happened for me. Um, I know he's listening right now and he's heartbroken. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> You've broken his heart. He's oh, gonna go write a song about heroes. it. <laughs> <laughs> he write a song about it. Scotty doesn't like my music. You're getting closer to Scott's sad though. Yeah, I know. Once we're over, when I'm driving over, the mouth don't over. God, I hate Creed. <laughs> or an altar bridge. <laughs> or an altar bridge. Um, so here's one. Ready for, for okay. me? The Bare Naked Ladies' first album, Gordon, is perfect. That's a good album. Perfect. Uh, There's not a. I mean, it's arranged in a great way, and it's it's got a couple of hits. Most people know it because of Brian Wilson's on that. Yes. And uh, of course, Be, Be My Yoko Ono, mm -hmm. which is a great like four or five. Part, how many members they have? Harmony. But there's uh, not a five. there is not a bad. I mean, it's just and I listen to that often. It's in my phone mix right now. I love it. Jimmy Eat World, Bleed American. Okay, which they, which they renamed to just self-titled, right? Because uh, it came out and then September 11th happened, right? But that um, that is my second favorite album of all time. Awesome. And I can jam out to that beginning to end. Another great song, another great album to play drums with. Actually, very cool. Um, I agree to that. I forgot about that. Great uh, album. Yeah. Great album. I like the Jim Blossom's yeah. first album, New, Mer uh, New Miserable Experience, same way. It's, you know, it's, I like it because it's like driving music, if you can, something to cruise to. Yeah. Because it's not too heavy, but it's, you know, not, it doesn't put you, put you to sleep. It's a good stuff. It's good stuff. But, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, Tools Anima. Okay. Yeah, it's just something about that whole album. I like Lateralis too, but I don't like all of Lateralis. I mean, yeah. Um, but. I've seen Tool four times, uh, five times. Nice. Five yeah, time, five times. They're uh, they're playing a show in Arizona with Coheed. Coheed, yeah. And if I had if I had money and tickets, and buddy, Primus. we'd go. Yeah, we. Yeah. I would. God, what? <laughs> what a lineup! Right, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But you know, the network's not doing that well yet. <laughs> Come on, people. Fund. We're gonna start a GoFundMe page for us, for us to go to go to a concert. I don't normally post this, but 
but uh, so yeah, you know, I, it's and if anyone out there listening or are are on the Periscope have albums that they like, that's awesome. So just tweet us, let us know. Yeah, tweet us or the or, other person who's don't. in who's in uh, Periscope chat. You could tell us what your favorite album is. We'll we'll announce it in a funny voice. No pressure. <laughs> I'm watching. And if it's Jeff, Jeff's a guitarist, so he's he. Oh yeah. What's he's up, Jeff? a he's a fine fine what musician. What, what do you play? What kind of music do you like to play? Are you are you still watching? That is the question. He's like, I'm not watching this. It's freaking sideways. sideways. <laughs> things to do, like play guitar. I guess we can move from music. We did a good music. That was concert a lot of music. Con- section. Um, how about? Well, what do you guys want to talk about? I've been talking a lot. What do you want to talk about? I always want to talk about wrestling. You want to talk about wrestling? Okay. I like how you do that in the soft. Uh, I just want to talk about wrestling. Everybody's talking to me right now. Uh, Gotta be really quiet. Uh, <laughs> so what about wrestling? Well, we can segue into the Hulk Hogan issue. Brother. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> One more time, do the brother. Brother, not brother. Brother. <laughs> brother, yo. I didn't hear all the interview, but uh, what the... <laughs> you don't need to hear all well, of I heard it. like the... the well, I, it, it wasn't an interview. Let's no no no. They just overheard some things. Well, no, it's know. not. It sounded like it was an interview. Like he was nope. there was there was a conversation. There was a conversation. So what? Here's what happened. All right, what happened was what happened. So, good old Hulk Hogan, brother, uh, was having also known uh, as Suburban Commando, uh, <laughs> sexual <laughs> relations with a friend of his wife. Ooh. Um, and did so, not know. So wait 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 wait. This was pillow talk. Uh no, this was this was sometime after that or before it. I'm not sure on this that part. Poised coitus. Then I heard something different. Coitus. Go ahead. Poised coitus. Screwed that up. <laughs> um, but so poitus. <laughs> poitus. Uh, he did not know he was being uh, recorded. They recorded uh, a sex tape with him. Did not know it. Uh, that got released. Um, he lost his mind and sued. Um, yeah, I would Just too. everybody. I yeah, would, he, sued, he sued he uh, sued someone, um, one of the news organizations, and it just slipped my mind who was it Gawker? Yes, thank you, Gawker. Very good. There you go. Uh, Gawker Media. Uh, so he sues Gawker. And they're like, "Oh, really?" And, and so, uh, well, no, because what happens is, all that whole tape is now entered into evidence, because the whole thing is evidence. Yeah. Um, and so, the rest of that tape. Come, you know, it is now, uh, you know, there. People start going, oh, hey, look at this. Hey, do you know that this is on there? Oh, that's interesting. And then it made its way through the outlets, and then it got released, uh, the, the quotes and everything. Um, and if you haven't read the quotes, they are awful. Um, he talks about the fact that uh, he, uh, he only wants his daughter, Brooke, to date a black man if he's rich um uh and hulk man just say you just wanted no. to date a rich dude yeah um and that uh every, it, he kind of went uh with avenue q uh, everybody's a little bit racist but um you know he yeah, was I like agree with that. yeah well yeah uh but he said uh he's like you know he goes May- maybe i'm racist and then he said a bunch of racist stuff okay i honestly so, did not hear the same thing so yeah oh yeah no i've uh, i was reading the quotes and they are fantastically bad <laughs> Poor and old. so the wwe said well nope <laughs> they found out about it uh before it was you know 
whoever was releasing it went to them and said, hey, we're going to release this. Here you go beforehand and WWE. So they WWE had a chance to do a little damage control on their end before it happened. So thanks to them. Um, so WWE pretty much pulled everything Hulk Hogan out of the WWE website okay. and the shirts and merchandise. All of that is good. See, see, I didn't know all this. And this is, this is what I find interesting about this. Yes. What he said was appalling. Yes. I assume. Cause I've not, obviously I heard something different. I listened to it. I, what I heard was Ooh, an interview. Max, oh, he's okay. He'll move okay. if he needs to. And so, uh, so I heard an interview, and he, and he said he said the N word a lot in the interview. Yes, but he wasn't saying. But he was. I'm not justifying, but he's quoting. And so I, that's what I heard. And that's the first thing I heard when I read. And so I listened to that. I was like, yes, he probably should have said these things. And but I understand the context. And sometimes people take context out of out, out of hand. Right. And so, given that, if that's what he said, okay. So here's my problems with the whole thing, though. This is a guy's private moment. Sure. That he did not intend, did not wish, or authorize to be released. Sure. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And so, it's almost like you're not allowed to have private thoughts anymore. Well, because you never know who is going to record. Right. And is that right? Gawker, if, if Gawker releases this, is it Gawker who's trying to release this? Uh, no, it was somebody else who's releasing somebody it. Somebody else released it. Whoever's trying to release this thing, I mean, for a profit. I mean, that's, they are also scum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> and so. No, absolutely. And and it's a public crucifixion um, on something that should have been a private matter. Right. And I, I completely agree. How old is Hulk Hogan? He's, what, 60, 70? He's old. He's right. like those older people that when they talk, they don't realize that they sound horrible. Right. Also, different time. He grew up in a different era, a different time where he has so he's been socialized in different thoughts. Sure. And so that while that is ugly and horrible, it's going to take some time to wash that all out. Unfortunately for him, that was released, and now everybody sees that about him. And well, and it's part also, of part of cleaning up racism is having consequences for it. I agree. He fell and, on the the bad side of that. And it also comes down to the fact that, for better or worse, when you are somebody who is famous for mm. whatever reason. Um, you are held to a higher standard. Yeah, because fame has a price. Right. Um, so if you are Hulk Hogan and you are uh, the world's most famous professional wrestler of all time and your whole thing up until NWO was uh, say your, you know, say your, uh, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, You're so on and so forth. You're supposed to be a good guy. Yeah. Um, which granted, that's a character, but it's still... No. You know, you know, you know. I grew up knowing Hulk Hogan's a good guy. Yeah, and when I, I, I wasn't watching wrestling when he was Hollywood Hulk Hogan, but when I saw him, I was like, "That's not Hulk Hogan. That's some dirty hobo trying to be Hulk Hogan." <laughs> <laughs> but no um, offense to dirty hobos out there. I'm not trying to be offensive to hobos. A lot of, a lot of hobos listening to uh, listening to the, <laughs> yeah. the show on their CB radios. 
Did y'all? Um, oh, sorry. This is completely. We can go back to the story real quick. Have you heard of people trying to make homeless people like wireless hotspots? Yes. Like mobile hotspots. Anyway, that was weird. Go ahead. Continue on. I didn't want to laugh at that. <laughs> um. So. Here's a thought. Mm-hmm. If you are Hulk Hogan, don't sleep with your uh, one of your best friend's wives. Don't put yourself in a situation where something bad can come out and go, hey, this guy's kind of a piece of crap. And granted, no, it's not fair to him because there are people who do that every single day. But at the same time, you're held to a higher standard. This is the cost of fame. If you're going to do that, you better be very, very careful. And obviously he wasn't. And they shouldn't be filming people without their, like, oh, absolutely. that's really dirty to, like, make a sex tape of somebody when they, they aren't aware. That's that's a horrible thing to do to anybody. Yeah, that, see, that, that's, he said horrible things. I got you. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I will. I will admit, I'm a human being, and I will will probably say stuff in my own private house, my own private that people will not agree agree with. I I have political views. I have social views. I have, you know, I have views that I can't express because I'm you know I have the Mopcast Network. We've talked we talked about this last week. Right. Before you know you know I have to be careful what I say. But you know. When I'm with my friends or with someone I care about, or I mean, I'm I'm going to be assumed that he somewhat cared about this lady because he, you know, because I'm a romantic. I'm always like, hey, maybe <laughs> there's love somewhere. And, Is this love? <laughs> but you know, you know, brother, you know, that was a private moment. Why should we care about what happened in a private moment? We do because we're in a culture now that. Uh, we want to know about everyone twenty four seven. It's the pr- true, but I food. think, but I, I also think if he was a piece of crap, and this came out, people would go, eh, "He's a piece of crap." But when you go, "This is Hulk Hogan," that that puts it on a different level. I'll put it on this way. I'll, I'll put it on this. At least he wasn't drugging women and women and having sex with them. Absolutely, oh, and that's the thing is is he said a lot of really awful things, and to his credit, there have been a number of folks who've come out to defend him. One of which was Kamala, um, formerly of the WWE, or actually WWF at that what time. What is a Kamala? <laughs> a very large black man. Okay. Um, who came out and said that he doesn't believe Hogan is racist. Um, but you know, there's. No, I'll, I'll put he, it. It's it, it's it's a thing where you go. It's uh, don't be dumb. Do <laughs> you know? I, I there are jokes that I can make. When I know it's the three of us and we're not being recorded. Right. There are jokes. There are awful jokes I can make. Right. And I've made them. Right. I also know that if there's somebody else in the room not to make that joke. Granted, he didn't know he was being recorded. But. Well, he wasn't trying to be funny. No, he wasn't. He was being serious and awful i think part of him was trying to be funny though uh i mean i'm like i, said, I, I didn't hear it but i'm like i'm actually pulling up some of the quotes re, right re, you know if if i hate that he feels that way or 
felt that way. I don't know. Right. I don't know when this was filmed. I don't know if this is no, 10 when, years old was yesterday. This? Was this when he was still married? 2012 was uh, shortly right. it was shortly after he got a divorce. And that and he even he, he even said in a statement that this was when he was at his rock bottom and and all that. And I go, "Okay, I get it." You know. Got a lot of anger. So yeah. And there is a lot of anger in this, especially towards uh, his wife. Oh yeah, well, she's our ex-wife. She's the, from what I understand, the, that's a whole that's a whole horrible that's a situation. Thing, yeah. That and the the thing with the son and the 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 poor kid who's in a coma or whatever after the car wreck. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean there there has been there's been enough emotional baggage in that family, right? To to to, to deal. And I under I, I get it. My point in this is like, so I'm not defending what he said. I'm not defending how he feels. You know, but it's not me. I don't. I, I didn't. I'm not. I didn't grow up like Hale. But I don't know his situation. I don't know. But I. But if it was my private moment, I wouldn't want it. I'd be upset about that. And sure. so, I. I get what the WWE is doing. I mean, WWE. You have to absolutely. They're a business. Anybody. And, anybody who's and there are people in the wrestling community, by the way, wrestling fans who are giving the WWE grief about how they're handling Hulk Hogan. And to those people, I go, you absolutely do not get it. Right. I mean, as you know, they have to do that. If the way I believe, and personally, and I've and I've and say this on the podcast, I you know, you know, it's your private thoughts. But if it came out that you got YouTube recorded or you got recorded saying that stuff, I'd pull every episode you had. Absolutely, absolutely, every episode you had. I would expect nothing less because that's the nature of the business. Right. My point of that: that's not fair. Life isn't fair, though. I know, but yeah, and that's but, and, and, and and that's my answer. Anytime somebody says, "Well, the, you know, that's not fair," you know, Hulk Hogan, he's done a lot for the business. That's great. He has done a ton for the wrestling business. He is by far, he's still one of the greatest performers of all time. He kind of sucked in the ring, but he was a great performer. Um, you can't say that and and expect people to be like, "No, it's fine." And yet, there are a I like how one sin. People I like how one sin tarnish you and I, maybe I don't not. think it tarnishes them forever I don't think so either I mean this is not once again not the Bill Cosby thing and the Bill Cosby thing we all gave the past the first couple we heard we did we right like, and that was the weirdest thing like like it came out and everybody was like oh these people are making it up because it was yeah because so it's Cliff Huxtable you know we also did very bad gotta eat the pudding pop laced with some oh I won't go that far but you know, and then and then it just, the mounting of it is just, and then, then you started. What I think what won me over is when I heard the community, the you know the comedy community going, no, no, we've known about how horrible this guy is right. for years, and and you know there's a place where it it's almost like it's not really they're protecting them, but they're protecting the business, right? And something and that's a that's a thing you have to do that. Sure. And oh, that happens all the time in wrestling as well. Right, right. and so yeah. Bill Cosby, horrible, horrible human being, and I hope, I, I think his legacy is ruined. I think, I think it's done. I don't, I, I, I don't think we'll see the Cosby Show again. Right. I don't. I mean, it'll be a footnote in history, and it's like this guy was a funny dude, but this is what happened. I think, I think, three months down the road, maybe we'll start seeing Hulk Hogan stuff on WWE. I don't think we will. I, th- I think they'll. You think I think he's done. Uh, I don't think they're completely done with him, but I think they. I think they let this sit for. Oh, a year or more. You think it's a year? See, I think it's. And done. here's why: they're a publicly publicly traded company. I got you. I got you. Um, and that make that makes a big difference. Uh, for you know it, 
whether it should or not, it does. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about us Americans, and the, the, we we love two things. We love to vilify someone. Yep. What we're doing, but we love a good comeback story. Yes. And so look at Michael Vick, or mm-hmm. you know who who I still don't like. Um, you know. <laughs> I know we but, we have a conversation coming up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I already know where Aaron's going to fall in this conversation too. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, but but as a society, regardless of how you feel, as we like, or as Americans, we like that those stories. So you know, into the, the the you know did something horrible, he paid for it, and he's been lifted back. And not everyone forgiving, and that's up that's up to the individual person. But as a story, we love it. Yeah, and I don't think that happens for Bill Cosby at all. I don't think so either. Because but I think it'll happen for Hulk Hogan. I I agree. I agree. It'll happen eventually. Um, well, he can learn from the fact that you know he he says something inappropriate. It's inappropriate. He can learn and, and come back from it. Now, and, and he has Bill Cosby by actually by went out and hurt people just like crush their lives in a certain way yes that's not i mean you can you can forgive him but i wouldn't say that you would give him your trust again here's my here's my the difference between hulk hogan and bill cosby hulk hogan exercised his first amendment right right and and there are bill no cosby victims. broke the law right no absolutely Technically, hulk hogan is is a victim and i don't I mean, like, this is kind of why people don't come out when horrible things happen and try to pursue uh, making someone pay for it because it becomes public and then you're ashamed about it, even though it's not, like you said, it's your private moment. Why should anybody care or um, punish you for that? You know, you weren't doing anything wrong. These other people took advantage of you being vulnerable, and that is wrong. And trying to, trying to, find some kind of justice for that is almost worse than having your trust violated by someone you thought you were safe with. He's not right for racism, but he's, he definitely shouldn't have had that happen to him. You know, I hope, you know, as a, I agree with you. I think this is a learning experience for him. Mm -hmm. I hope, I hope a couple of things. I hope honestly, he doesn't feel that way or, uh, cause you know, as you stated, you know, this is post-divorce. He was in a, in a bad place, and filters don't always work. Yeah. And Avenue Q is right. At times, we are all a little bit racist. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. one of us. Absolutely. Especially the people in this country, because it's so socialized to us. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and well, we just, they're, we have a unique situation here in this country, we do. too. We do. There, a lot of times, if you go to other countries, it's not as mixed when it comes to races as right. it is here. We are the great melting pot. Yeah, and so it is. You know, there are times when you go. Well, there's the stereotype, and there's a reason why there's the stereotype, and you just gotta go like, eh, all right. Like well, Asians are bad drivers. I have a friend of mine that's Asian. He's an awful driver. I'm the Native American spirit guide. I like to drink. There you go. I'm an awful driver, and I have a vagina. I'm white. I'm a white male. I'm awesome. What can I say? I I am amazing. Oh, you privileged bastard. That's right. (laughs) Me and my white privilege that I keep being told I have. Um, 
But yeah, uh, actually, I have the quotes here for you can. Well, we from don't Hulk need to, Hogan, but yeah, they're we awful. We don't need to have no, the quotes on the show, no, no, but no. they can look it up themselves. They can they can Google it. But. Check out uh, wrestlinginc.com. Shout out to wrestlinginc.com. Yep. Um, they have they've been doing a really good job of covering the story. Uh, avoid, uh, avoid the comment section, uh, to be honest with you. I try to avoid the comment sections on most things. Yeah, because um, that just makes me feel bad. Because you know, that's where the the evils of the internet lives like yeah. comment threads are like the bowels of the internet it's like yeah. oh all the poop is here all the poop is here yeah and none of it knows how to spell nope or use the correct version of your oh. <laughs> or there God. or there you're welcome really i own the welcome thank you so much i <laughs> doesn't bother cannot <laughs> cannot thank you so does it really bother you the grammar stuff? yes really god just it drives me up the wall your, your, it's, it's not hard. You are, yours, and you, that, per, you own something. But I get it, because, uh, CM Punk did a, did a grammar, um, Grammar slam. Grammar slam. It is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I, I, I you just, have to find it. I think it's, you know, you get wrapped up in a moment, so y- your brain is going well, to that's translate. different I than don't people... mind typos. I don't think that's a typo. You, I, I think, your, your, the, in your brain, it sounds the same, and so you're just you just interchange them. Sure, and I and I've done that typing, but when it happens consistently, and when you're welcome while you are welcome becomes almost a standard on the internet, I go, no, what is wrong with you? This is wrong. <laughs> oh, I, t- I tell you what, I don't like. Okay, Bay. Oh my God! Put the other B in there. It's Babe. It's Babe like the pig. Babe, or hey, babe, I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Not I got you, bay. I cannot stand that. I and, and, hate it. And the other reason I don't like is it's, it's, it's one letter. I understand it saves time. No, it doesn't. It's, it's just one letter. It doesn't save a lot of time. Just add the letter. Just, just, just put, put it just, on it's, there. It's a four letter word. It's not hard. I just, I don't like because when you're reading things, exclusively reading things from these people um or anybody that becomes what they sound like in my head i'm visualizing how they sound and then they have all of these weird letters and they can't spell they i just envision somebody who's really from dumb. alabama no really me, really me and dumb. my bay just they can barely talk we lifted paula abdul from and I was just sitting here going, I can't understand your viewpoint because in my head you sound stupid, and all I, I can't take it seriously at all. You're not swaying me with your opinion. If that's not their goal, fine, continue on saying what you want to say, how you want to say it, spell it. But if you actually want people to listen to what you say, think about how you sound with your written words. Just do a podcast <laughs> instead, so you can just use words. But just use your words. Here's the thing, you know, you were talking about that when you read it, when you read it and they are, uh, you know, you're, you're hearing it in your head as if they're, they're speaking that way. I've actually heard people use the term bay Mm -hmm. as in saying it like, oh, that's my bay. And I'm like, I want you to die. (laughs) I want you to die in a fire. I don't want anyone to, wow, you're die. In a fire. He has so much rage. He feels strongly about this. Just, it's <laughs> annoying to me. It just, uh, listen, I'm not saying I am the best when it comes to speaking, okay? 
I'm not bad, but I wouldn't say I'm the best. However. Who is the best? Uh, the best orator? Uh, Paul Heyman. Oh, he's the best promoter for sure. Absolutely. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um... However, y'all had a moment that I just was like, I was totally on the outside of. I was like, oh, I was get, like, I was you like, gotta get on the Paul Heyman bandwagon. I sir. was like, that sounds like a wrestling thing. I'll it sit, is a wrestling. I will thing. sit in my tent, Brock but it's so Lesnar. Why do I always say his name, Brock Lesnar? Because he is a beast, not a normal man. I mean, he's yeah. a guy is crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be a soundbite oh, somewhere. God, Paul Heyman's so good. Um, but anyway. My thing is, when you speak, unless unless it's just one-on-one and you're talking to somebody that you're close to, you should speak in a manner that shows that, A, you respect the person that you're speaking to, and that also that you have respect for yourself. When I'm out in public and I hear people who do not enunciate words, and they just butcher the language, I'm like, what? What are you doing? Like, you realize nobody who listens to you goes, I care about what that person thinks. Because they don't. You you are not, you you have no respect for yourself or the people that you're talking to. If you're going around going, oh, man, no, I'm just saying. I'm like, what? What are you saying? Or, oh, man, no, can I take it home? I'm like, no, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can you, What? Well, there's there's ways of speaking, and then there's people that just don't care how they're talking. There's right. a difference. Like some some people talk in a certain way, and that's fine. Right. And by the way, this isn't a this isn't a black white thing. I've heard all races here in Mobile, and granted, that's where I'm spending most of my time. I've heard all races talk like that, and I just go, I can't, I cannot stand that. Just please carry yourself with some respect, just yeah. a little bit. On the defense of that, of that though, I mean, I mean, people listen to this show, and I, I have a horrible. I mean, I have a speech impediment where I, I do, sure, and so, and I still do a podcast, and I, and I go back and listen to some shows, and I'm like, I don't even know what I was saying, right, and I don't know how I have listeners, and I, I do, but because my brain thinks really, really fast, my tongue cannot catch up sometimes, sure, it's just like I just Star Wars. <laughs> He enjoys Star Wars. <laughs> right. Some words come out. And so, Keyword. Got it. So, Keyword. Got it. That's right. I, I, you know, so I'm a little bit more forgiving. I don't know. I, I, don't, I say stupid things all the time. It's not saying stupid things. It's just. I say stupid things. I'm not saying stupid things. Just people, but, you, know, you know, we all. No, we all have our things. And I get that. But my thing is, if you're speaking to people that you don't know, like. I'm ta- I talk differently when I'm on camera or when I'm on a microphone. Well, we all do, yeah. Yeah, because I know that the people who are listening to this or watching me, they don't know me. And if I talk, you know, I'll see if I can do it, even though there's a microphone right in my face. If I talk like I normally do, I'm just like, yeah, what's up? It's not. <laughs> you sound like a, like a comedian doing a white guy voice. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Um, Golly gee willikers! But you know, I mean, this is gosh. This is this is this is my normal. This is my normal talking voice. You know, it's a little louder usually at work really and whatnot. Excited. Nobody ever hears me when I talk. That's true. But like when I'm on a microphone perfect, or when I'm on camera, I enunciate more. I, I I carry myself a little differently because I respect the people watching me or listening to me, and I want them and I want them to know that I actually am putting an effort. See, I don't think. I wouldn't say it's disrespectful or they don't have 
respect for themselves. I think people are comfortable with themselves as they are. That's all they know. Right. And so regardless, you know, they we're not we're not all supposed to be the greatest speakers. No, I absolutely not. Butchers do that. So I, you know, I mean, get what you're saying, but I, like for me, it's just you know, as long as I get to understand what you're saying, then I'll, I'll ask you again. And be like, what? Right. Say what? Say what? Say what? I can't hear you. What you saying? I'm just talking about people who are, are hate talking, just uh, rage trolls. Speaking. Now, troll speak is a different. See, guy. that's yeah, what I'm that's talking different. about because it it just it's almost completely unintelligible. Just, I hate things. I will screw your mother. You're and I'm you're like, all queer. Yeah. Do you have a point in the middle of this? It's not even worth the blood running from my eyeballs to posted, read this. I posted on Facebook earlier today. Uh, this this guy on Xbox Live um, made this twelve year old cry with all these messages he sent him because uh, the kid was like you know was harassing him and so he got even. And one of my favorite insults was. I will come to your house, eat all your food, and watch you die, uh, slowly starve. <laughs> that is awful. I'm that like, is great. That's creative. I'm like, I would like to use that. I gotta work that in. I want yeah. That's that's one of my favorites. What are you doing? I want more pizza. Uh, dinner. Could you bring him one? I guess. No, no. I will wait. I will wait until after this podcast. No, I want him over. to eat. I he'll faint. I refuse to eat on 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 a microphone. Lions. <laughs> lions, yes. So let's talk about lions. Lions. So, um, pardon me. Lion. I need to move things. The band who sang the Transformers theme. That's a that's, shout- that's not who we're talking about. That's a shout out to Jonathan Depew. What's up? What's up, Jonathan Depew? Of, of how it stacks. He's a huge fan of the Transformers. Yes, he is. I, I guest hosted on. He uh, had a thing today, by the way. He had a he, thing he, to- he seemed upset on Twitter earlier. Oh, I didn't catch him. It's something about friends. He he appreciates the true friends who stab him in the face. Oh wow! You know who you are. I didn't. I was like, him. what? What is happening? I, I, I asked st- him what Hulk Hogan did to him. Now I was like, wow. Or Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, or Bill Cosby. <laughs> what if he stabbed him in the face? I like, don't know. Oh, poor guy. I know. I was I was a little worried. Uh, I don't know who it was, but I like Jonathan Depew. Uh, Depew, you're, you're they. Uh, boy. I got to guest host on uh, How It Stacks. Yes. a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Has that episode that episode came out right? Yeah, forty-two. I'm a little bit behind. Forty-two, I think it is. It's uh, Ooh, the Transformers nice. episode, and mainly I, I, I did not wa- watch the Transformers movie. Okay. Because you, you know they're they're nostalgia critics, so they find something um, they you know, from the '80s and '90s, and they want to rem- stacks. See if stay reminisce and see if it holds up. Right. And so, and the reason I'm talking about them because they're great guys. Plus, they're also now on the Mopcast Network. Yes, they are. And uh, so I got the guest host and and. He is just super excited about the themes I used, you know, Lion doing uh, the Transformers theme song. And then, he, of course, we got into the Stan Bush, You've Got the Touch. You've Got, you've the, got power. the Power. <laughs> and uh, so listen, listen to that episode. It's uh, crazy. I do. I, 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 I kind of sing the X-Men theme a lot during it. It's a great show. It's alright. I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, I actually watched a couple episodes this week. Somebody on the Netflix. Somebody pointed out something I didn't realize until it was pointed out to me. You could tell like they had 
a bunch of money for the first season. Yes. And then it just steadily declines. But they keep the same opening. It is the greatest thing. So it's like by season four, like you're watching it and you're like, great opening. And then the, the thing comes up and it's just like, what happened? I think what they were end up doing, they end up splitting the money for what they had to because the Spider-Man series came out this, yeah. about a year later. And I think they were using the whole budget to make both shows. Okay. Because that's why both shows look horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, I liked the Spider Man cartoon. I had a um, on computer. They released a Spider Man cartoon maker. Ooh! And you could like it had backgrounds and whatnot, and they had bad guys and and you could like uh, like you could like pop them in or some of them had actions, so you could have them like swing across. And, Very cool. Yeah, it was it was really neat. That was uh that was something I played a lot with when I was uh, younger. On my uh, dad's uh, Hewlett Packard. Did HP? Yep. Before it was HP. So, all right. So lions. Lions. So uh, today, uh, one of the top trends on Twitter was hashtag uh, Cecil the Lion. And uh, if you haven't heard about this, what's happened is there was a lion in Africa on a uh, protected. Uh, this area. is going to be the saddest Steven Spielberg movie ever. Yes, it's going to be is. Schindler's List, then Cecil the Lion, Cecil the Lion, and then War Horse. <laughs> Never saw War Horse. It, it's, um, it's, it's, it's War Horse. Uh, but uh, Cecil was, uh, I think, twelve years old, something like that, uh, or maybe seven years old. One of the two. Uh, he was in his lion prime. Yes, he was. Um, really pretty lion. Had a jet black mane. Look, looked pretty cool. Um, but he was on a protected reserve. Um, Simba. The the people there uh, really liked him. And uh, this guy, this he was great. They get coffee with him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he didn't the, eat their children <laughs> or their faces. Uh, so this I mean, qualities guy, I look into a lion. I don't want them to eat my face or my children. I'm all right with them eating the children <laughs> as long as it's not my face. Right. Um, I need this pretty. Yeah, I need the money maker. Um, but. This uh, th- this dentist from Minnesota, 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 uh, paid a bunch of money, fifty thousand, right? Something like that. Yeah, flew to uh, Africa, Zimbabwe. Yes, which is in Africa. Yes, it is. A lot of people think Africa is just one big country, though. Yeah, right? it, it might as well be. <laughs> no, um, it has many screw countries with lots. Screw of, them there over there. Lots of <laughs> lots of diverse American. Cultures. Yes, they and, do. And, and being American, will come right. up, being American, will come up in this conversation though, because I'll tell you how I feel about it in a minute. But go okay. ahead. But you're absolutely, you're, you're absolutely right. By the way, it, it, it is rather diverse over there. But anyway, um, so he flies over there, works with some local guides, who supposedly worked everything out on the legalities beforehand. Uh, they went to an area just outside of the protected game reserve. Lured said lion, Cecil the lion, off of the protected lands by strapping a dead thing, like a dead cow or something, uh, to a vehicle and slowly driving it. So Cecil the lion went, oh, hey, there's food over there. I'm going to follow the food. And he followed the food right off the protected lands into unprotected lands where uh, the dentist uh, shot him with a crossbow. Which we discussed earlier, yeah. the worst D and D weapon. Absolutely. If if run if run as the rules state, that sucks. Right. Because you cannot move. I mean, what's the damage on a crossbow? Like a D six, D eight. I mean, the damage isn't bad, but it's the fact that technically, if you run it as it's as it's written, 
You can't move. Your move action is to reload. <laughs> so, no, I'm good. You know. <coughs> crossbows Pardon are cool. Um, so no, crossbows are never cool. Uh, the cross, the only crossbow that's cool is on Walking Dead. Um, yeah, Daryl's pretty badass. Yes, he is. Uh, so he uh, he shoots the lion with the crossbow. Oddly enough, that doesn't kill the lion. Shocker, I know. So for two days, they chase and hunt the, this lion down. The lion has a better armor shoot, class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shooting him randomly. Which is stakeout. Until finally they catch up to him. The guy who doesn't like to use guns to hunt because he's a bow hunter uses a gun, kills the lion. Um, he met. I'm, I'm just putting this in the context. He met some gnomes who gave him an, uh, a blunderbuss. Yes. Uh, killed the lion. One d eight damage. Took a. One d ten. The blunderbuss is one d ten, but it has a. I don't know. I've never used a blunderbuss. Really? I, yeah. I did. I, we did a pirate campaign where we used them. Um, they are. Well, they have a. If you roll a one, they explode though. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, you roll. Yeah, you buy. You, you fumble with that. They explode. Um, but he. Uh, so he goes. He takes a picture with the lion, the dead lion, and then chops its head off because he wants his. He wants his trophy. Leaves the body and takes his head and goes home. Now I don't think he was able to get the head through customs. I think if the, if I read that correctly, I may be wrong on that. Um, Red flag. Yeah. Um. What do you have? I got Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box, <laughs> and uh, a lion's head, and a lion's head. Gwyneth Which one did take. I hunt? Um, Gwyneth, you can take. <laughs> but he uh, he he came home. Uh, the game reserve found uh, their dead lion was none too pleased. Uh, uh, caught some of the uh, the 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 folks, um, the they, guides down there. I imagine arrested used, them. I, I imagine they used Zimbabwe's version of lethal weapon. Probably. Oh, um, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Yeah, this would have been really awkward. Him and Zimbabwe getting too a race. old for this shit. Speaking <laughs> um, of racism, I mean, there's no Jews there, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, pretty cool with it. So, uh, and then it came out that it was this guy who who did it. So, uh, talking about public crucifixion uh, from earlier, <laughs> uh, he this guy's been publicly crucified uh, by practically everyone. Yeah, um, because for, he's a douche. Okay. And a horrible human being. Yeah. And so let me let, let me say this. I I am not a hunter. Um, I have a lot of family who hunt. Um, some of them hunt a lot because they live up in Arkansas and there's really nothing else to do. Um, Except work at the Walmart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet they uh, eat it, though. Exactly. And that's my point is they, they hunt, they kill the deer or whatever it is they're hunting, and then they eat the meat and they they you know yes they mount the heads but they're eating the meat they're they're using it, the most of the body <laughs> max um, was like oh yeah meat. um <laughs> but this guy spent all this money to fly out to africa not to really hunt let's be honest this was not hunting this was them slowly bringing an animal to an area to where which by the way was not being raised to be killed to be eaten uh which most deer that's that are hunted here in the United States are. Or it's a predator, so he's not he's not attacking anything. He's just hanging out. Yeah. Um they dragged him or tricked him onto unprotected lands so they could kill him. They took his head and left his dead body. And I'm like, that's that's not hunting. That's that's being that's being a, a psychopath. Like if I said to you, 
I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get some of the cat kibble from upstairs, and I'm going to uh, go to my my neighbor's yard, and I'm going to put some out so I can pull the neighbor's cat uh, out, and then I'm going to put some in my yard so it comes over into my yard, and then I'm going to kill my neighbor's cat and cut off its head and mount it to my wall. That would be a little weird. But because this guy paid a lot of money to fly to Africa to kill something that's very large and scary, there are a few people who are defending him. Uh, but for the most part, people are like, "Why this is a dick move. And I agree. I think it's a dick move, me personally. I, I'm fascinated on this of why you find it a dick move. Okay. I'm not hearing so much of which I would – I mean, I'm not know what I – what I read a lot, a lot is, is the – the quote unquote poor line, don't kill the endangered species, you know, right. the, the line. To me, what you're saying is that you're more upset with the way he hunted. Yes. And so that was the dick move. If he went if he went into Africa. Right. Went to a completely unprotected area of Africa. Stripped down to his underwear and brought up. No, 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 no. He can he can have his normal clothes. He can <laughs> even have a gun. He can have a nice gun. I don't care. That's fine. But let's not let's not strap a dead animal to a car to trick a trick an animal into an area that you know that well now this this area is not protected by by game reserve that you know it, come on you knew what you were doing the guy the guy's claiming he didn't know but you you knew I don't know. he There's knew no... not to go shoot the lion in a certain area exactly and that's my point is the guy wasn't hunting the guy was setting up a kill and there's a large difference there's a difference between hunting and killing. This was a this was a kill. This was a hey, I won. Difference between hunting and killing because in the end, the the end goal was the the kill. Sure. I mean, that's like saying there's no difference between war and murder. There's absolutely a difference between war and murder. Some people believe that. True. I mean, I mean, and you know that that's okay to believe whatever we you know. There are people who think war is murder. Sure. And I. (laughs) Here's my issue with the thing. Okay. Okay. Is is it horrible? Yes. It's the guy probably should have done it. Yes, probably should. It's it, according to what I read. It's against the Zimbabwe law. Yes. So he broke the law, which he shouldn't have done. Uh, I will state this: that I am American, so that happened. All this happened could have mostly happened in Middle Earth or Narnia. <laughs> no, and I, and fair I mean, enough. And I mean it seriously because we as, as Americans are just so detached to everything outside our borders that it's not real. Well, and it's a running joke on uh, on last week tonight where uh, he goes, now we're going to talk about Peru. And he brings up a map right. and there's the highlighted thing and he goes, a, a country you think so little about that that's not even Peru. Peru. Right, right. This is Peru. It's right. No, it's not. It's this one. I, you could do the exact... In fact, I will be shocked if uh, he doesn't do the Zimbabwe uh, right. thing this, this week uh, I was going to have to go go. I was going to like name three other African countries: South Africa, Egypt, Nigeria. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you that. Madagascar. <laughs> Why could you throw to Kenya, Chad, mm-hmm. Chad, Congo? Yep. Uh, uh, whatever Rwanda turned into. Um, and Nigeria is written up too. There's a Canada. <laughs> They're over there, right? Right. Sure. Okay. But we are. We are. And, Canada. And I and. This is sociological, so I always when I, when I talk sociology, I always like to say right or wrong because sure. I can't decide that because society has has laid this out before me. So th- as a whole, as a collective, we we get to decide this is right or wrong. Well, we've decided it's wrong. Well, 
from the it seems. I, I, well, I'm not talking about the line. I'm just talking about the fact that the you know, you know, it happened in a as a, a fictional place for for the the. For most people, absolutely. For most yeah, people, you are absolutely Africa, correct. Africa is a fictional place, just like Russia or Australia. Those are places that we know exist somewhere, but so does Middle Earth and Narnia because they're ju- just as real. You know, that line could have been made by what a workshop. I don't know. <laughs> what if it was the line from Narnia? <laughs> Aslan, oh no. I, they called Liam Neeson. <laughs> Justice. Um... I hope this blows over for this guy. This guy shouldn't lose his livelihood over this. I, to a point, I, to to a point, I agree. It's going back to the Hulk Hogan thing. I hope it's a learning experience for him. Um, that, mm-hmm. but see, here's the thing. He's also um he he's been he has a felony. Uh, I think he it was a felony. I think it was a felony. I know he was arrested and charged and pleaded guilty to, um, previous hunting violations here in the United States. Where he killed a bear, in a place that he shouldn't have killed a bear. It's like, it's like, well, yeah. This seems it's so so one. It happens once. Okay, it's, it's like, a mistake. It, it happens multiple times. It's a pattern. And the guy the, just doesn't give a shit. Reminds me of the Make a Wish kid who wanted to go, go to Alaska shoot a bear. Why? It's what he wants I, to do. I, I, it's not my thing. It, well, I mean, I don't. I don't want to. You know. I think it was in Washington, by the it, way. It's it's. I could be wrong. But. What 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 the, his violations? Yeah. Well, somewhere, somewhere. Over there. I, you know, I am a believer of the Second Amendment. Sure. I am not a gun owner, and I don't foresee myself being a gun owner. It's not my thing. Sure. And I wish I'm glad people can get. It's like hunting. Hunting's not my thing. I understand why people do it. I understand why people do it both for sport and for food. I mean, in this day and age, you really shouldn't. In this country, you shouldn't really have to hunt for food because we have, you know, we, it's processed for us. Sure. And so I, I under, I, I you know, it's a, if lives are endangered, we shouldn't be killing endangered species anyway. Right. And that, that's just irresponsible. But yes. that I'm, I'm more angry about the irresponsibility than I am that, but that, that this is a thing that's, you know, that's how I feel about it. It's just, I, I, I'm not that upset about it. <laughs> sure. I mean, it, it's just, it's one of those things to where I, I look at it and I go, guy's kind of a dick and and i think he deserves everything that he's getting right now however like like you said i i i'm a forgiving person so you think he should lose his livelihood no not long term but (laughs) i think right now I, i think right now absolutely he should because he broke a law and unfortunately, he got caught. He broke. He, he uh, broke. He broke a law. He Doesn't matter what it, it is. But he, he, he broke a law of Narnia. <laughs> I mean, law. I don't know. I don't know what laws. I, I don't. And I don't know the law, the law about poaching. But did, did did he pay for that? Law or is it it's outstanding? That's I don't know. No, he's 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 already served that. One. So as I don't, a consumer, if you don't want someone to act a certain way in fine. this country, you, you just don't partake of their services, you, and you, that's you vote weird. Yeah. I understand that. I get that. But I don't want my teeth worked on by somebody who kills giant animals that are supposed to be taken care of. Like people are taking care of these animals. They aren't. They don't have the same reactions that a regular animal in the wild would have. They're like, oh, people give me food. I'm going to go eat this giant hunk of meat that's just kind of hanging out on this car. That's taking advantage of 
which also we shouldn't be doing. Almost like they're they're a pet. Well, <laughs> but they're but th- that's the thing. That's that, why we shouldn't be doing that. But that's the thing though is is these lions. Uh, you, you're right; they are endangered. So sometimes we do have to take some of these species and go, okay, let's put you over here. You're gonna be wild, but we need you to understand that I am not food, <laughs> right? And we and you know we need to study you and we need to make sure that you're healthy because we need more of you. Otherwise, there's not going to be any more. No, we haven't figured out Jurassic Park you yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so you know, like she's saying, I, it's 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 a dick. Like I said, if if he would have gone into an area that was completely unprotected and this was a completely wild lion and it was him, he could have a guide and he has a gun and he goes, I'm gonna hunt this. I'm gonna hunt this thing down and I'm gonna kill it. Fine. I would, I would prefer I would prefer for him to kill it and make lion steaks and whatnot, whatever. But going, oh, I'm just I didn't know what I was doing whenever we were slowly driving a truck with a dead animal so, to lure right, the right, animal. All right, all right, all right. So, and you're shooting it with something that's not going to kill it. So you're you're intentionally causing something unnecessary pain. You aren't just like one shot. I killed the thing. I did it. You're you're injuring them so you can prolong like their pain. That's that's horrible. I, I don't agree with that. I don't want him to be my dentist. Hashtag not my dentist. <laughs> he does fit, though. With the dentist profile, like the Steve Martin dentist from... Uh, like, what little, exactly is he going to do like, with my teeth yep. if he has such low regard for something in pain? Maybe he has high regard for human beings and low regards of every other species. I'm not going to make that, I'm uh, not gonna make that judgment. I'm... And, and, and listen, uh, you know, like, I don't know the guy. I don't either. Um, you know, he... No Hulk Hogan. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't know Bill Cosby. I was um, six feet from him two years ago, though. Do you remember the interaction? <laughs> Do. Do you have any blanks? Um, yeah, was that a Thurgood Marshall event? But you know, it's one of those things to where, for me, I look at this and I go, "If you know, we we were talking before the podcast mm-hmm. about uh, the provinces in China that eat cat, and people go." Well, we there were there were partitions. Like how your cat were, just left. It was yeah. like, nope, I'm not safe nope. for this part of the podcast. Um, there were per- petitions for the United States to go to China and say, "Hey, tell these provinces, don't eat cat." And I was like, "No, that's not our thing." Like here, like the, the yes, dog, the dog festival or whatever it was. But, but you know, it's like here, cats are pets. In that particular province of of China, yeah, there may be some cats that are pets. There are also folks who raise cats to be slaughtered and eaten. Guinea just pigs like, are a food item too in some other countries. Yeah, just like we, just like we raise cows, pigs, um, goats. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that we raise, and then we slaughter it and we eat it. Deer. Uh, there are a lot of folks who own a lot of land, mm-hmm. and they have deer, and they, you know, they they keep them fed, and then they go and they hunt them. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And that's why I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is going, I'm going to go kill this animal for no reason other than to go, hey, I, I did it. I did it, guys. That's but we're human like, beings, and that's what we do. I mean, we do a lot of things just to say we've done it. I mean, uh, Everest is my example for this. Yeah, that's stupid. I, There's I no reason to climb that mountain. Nope. No You're reason. not hurting Everest if you climb it. Do we know that? Yeah, we are. Look how much waste and stuff we've... There you are, walk past frozen dead bodies. Yeah, there are dead bodies and poop and there's... Yes. Uh, yeah. There, She's looking at me horrified. Yeah, yeah. To, 
You have to cross dead bodies to get there. I didn't yeah. think there were that many people there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. People down on Everest all the time. What? Yeah. yeah. What wiki? There's a list of all the dead people on, on Everest. Yeah. I did not know that was just a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so yes, yes. We, you know, if 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 you are any mo any bit of a environmentalist or care about the planet or we're all this big giant living organism, yes, we are hurting Everest. Yeah. And not not just the dead bodies, the sheer amount of waste we put up there, and, well, waste, and just the fact that trash you, and and, yeah. and and literally human waste up there. There's tons of human poop up there, frozen human because it's not going to decay. There's nothing. It it's not going to go through the normal process that it should go through because it's frozen up there. And nobody should be there. No there's, one should be there's there. There's a reason why we can't survive there. You know why? Because right? we're not supposed to be there. Ding. There's a reason why we don't go into space without spacesuits. You know why? Because <laughs> we're not supposed to be there. Yeah, that's right. I'm convinced that we shouldn't go to space at all. I know we do, and I'm great grateful. But like, you know, after watching like uh, History Channel did the whole universe series a few back years yeah. back, everything in space will kill us. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing. But in see, the, here's the thing. We're There's like, a, there are our... a ton of things in space that are going to kill us whether we go there or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the terrifying. I'm thing. just gonna be happy in my crib, but just don't, <laughs> my little my little Earth crib. Just like, Mama said not to go out or we'll die, and she means it. I don't care if Pluto has a heart. <laughs> but it looks. <laughs> don't so go cute. to Pluto. It looks so cute. It does. It looked adorable. Did you, did you hear? By the way, we found a uh, another really nice near Earth. Uh, yeah, Earth type planet. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger than us. Yeah, it's well, two times gravity. Bigger, yeah, uh, because it's it's slightly bigger than us, and it um it's mainly made of uh, uh harder metals and rocks. Right. Um, but Earth two. I wa I I, I listened to that. Uh, listened and watched that. Uh, uh, the announcement. Yeah, while I was at work. Sorry. Um, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is so freaking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Earth life planet we found that that's as compatible. That it's it's the closest we've got. Yeah, because we get close and they're like, that one's like, oh, that's got uh, that one's pretty much silicon. That's pretty much raining sand. Yeah, or <laughs> or, or, or or glass. There's one they does like it just it just is nothing but wind and glass. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like they'll find one and they go, oh, this is close, but except that it's too big, or this one is the perfect size, except it's not in the Goldilocks zone. Yeah, and you just go like, Ugh. so and it, and it's tough, man. Those scientists. Uh, God love them. I, oh I, yeah, I was listening. I was listening to that, and they were they were going through and talking about all the findings and everything. And I was I was sitting. You could tell they're very very proud, which they absolutely. Oh, should I be. do. Um, uh, but it, you you can tell like they're just like when they find something like this, it's like great. Let's find the next one. Right. You know, it's because that's gotta be that's gotta be frustrating. Where you go, all right, we've got five possible candidates here, and you go through and you're like, nope, 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 baby. And then you start going through the maybe, and you're like, please, 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 please. And you get to the end, you're like, nope. Next Stephen, set of data. <laughs> Stephen Hawking and some other scientists got together and they announced that uh, a benefactor has donated a lot, or they've raised a bunch of money or whatever. They're, but they're they're expanding the the search for intelligent life. Good. And so they're well, yeah. actually, good and not good. I think if we find intelligent life, we're screwed. Really? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm go I'm going with the uh, and, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I also Stephen Hawking. Oddly enough. Has mentioned uh, that if we find alien life, that most likely it will not be a it will not be friendly, and I, I tend to agree with that. Why would you agree with that? Because uh, evolution tells us that the uh, the strongest and smartest survive, and usually to do that you have to get there through conflict, and so there's a reason why we have war constantly on Earth. Mm-hmm. We are it is within us to do that. 
but and it would shock me to that there would be a it evolutionary traits would tell us that it would make no sense for something to become sentient enough and powerful enough to be able to travel the stars and not have it have gone through a ton of conflict at oh, some point probably but i think i i i like to tend to think toward the star trek end of it because you get i think i think the great equalizer in that is technology okay and so you get to a point where you don't need that and, you, and the point is to go explore and so i mean we're looking to, we're but also explore for what just to explore the universe is big to see what i mean our, i mean it's but have here's my question have we ever explored for for the reason just to explore yes when everest he climbed it just to climb it he didn't i mean there was no he, he there was nothing to conquer there we've we've explored to explore that's that's fair we, I'll, we, I'll give you that the, the the, the marinon's trench we i mean we we explore now because for science True. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I'll I mean, give you that. Mainly because all the land has been conquered. <laughs> True. I'll give you that on on that side. But I, you know, you know, if a species is advanced to 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 travel the stars, I would would hope that it would be benevolent enough to not just like. I mean, what's the point to conquer us for? I mean, uh, why but, why are they? But that that brings it up. If they're traveling just to travel and see the universe, fantastic. Hey, great to meet you. If they're traveling because they need something, which is why in our age of discovery here on Earth, the main reason we discovered things was to go, oh, we need to find another way to get over to China and India. Oh, there's a landmass here. Um, let's conquer this. Uh, you know, What are these people in the way of us <laughs> walking know, through here? But then again, we're looking through the only eyes we have is our human eyes. Right, and exactly. So, and so we, like, like Cecil the Lion... We the big thing about Cecil Lyons is that we personify a human being on it. Sure. And and you did in your conversation. You know, he, he lost his head and stuff. Mm-hmm. The lion did not care. I'm sure he cared. No, while the he lion was didn't care because the, the lion doesn't register like we do. We personify that. Max, that's not dog, true. Actually, that's absolutely not true. They've done studies that show that animals feel pain just like I didn't we say. Do. I I never uh-huh. said anything about feeling pain, but I'm saying that we personify that experience. Like the only way we can as a, as a human would. Okay. You know, your dog is not a human. No, absolutely not. He doesn't register things like a human being. But when we see Max in pain or happy or whatever, we we personify that as a human being would. Sure. Because that's what we do. That's empathy. Yeah. So that, that's the only the, way all you we, can apply it. You know, yeah. Right. So so, I mean, the the lion probably didn't think you know well this sucked i don't think he had a, there was not a process equal to that it's like but you, here's the thing we don't know that i mean i would say he he was probably in trying to i bet he was angry and wanted to defend himself i mean yeah i mean he's got like i said we don't know but yeah. you know I, you know you were thinking talking about you know the aliens coming over well, maybe they have their own truck with food on it and we're going to lure us, uh, lure us, us out. Maybe right, we're sport. Exactly. I mean, there's a point where all we could be sport. A bunch of predators could up out there and be looking for us. Yep. I just I just would hope we would be past that. I don't know. I would, listen, I, I hope, I, I really, really hope that, A, we find intelligent life in the universe. It's going to happen eventually. Um, And I hope that when we find it, I hope it is benevolent. I hope... I hope we're able to. I hope we're able to work together. 
I, um, but you know, I think if I've, I look at human history, I go, that's just not the way we usually do things. Because human beings were horrible. I we're think we should already have um, intelligent robot overlo- overlords. Overlords. At that point, do you want your Skynet? With the yeah, <laughs> they'll they'll hit the evil aliens and then have this big old showdown, and it'll be awesome because then all the humans will be like, "Yay, we're free!" <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to be ruled by alien overlords. <laughs> no, no, no. They're both going to be weakened and crushed, and then we rise to power again and start all over, making new robot overlords because that's what we do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we do not learn. No. We do not. We're like, oh, this is cool. We're going to do it. <laughs> we don't really care. <laughs> We're going to do the cool stuff. Like Gundam. Right. I was about to get into that. <sighs> All robots are Gundam. No, they are not. <laughs> Most robots are not Gundam. A Roomba is not a Gundam. It's so a baby if you know Gundam. What, if, no. If, if, if no one got to see yesterday, I guess yes, yesterday, why didn't I post this? I shared it. Um, uh, this company out of Japan who, who's made their Gundam robot, their mech. Mm-hmm. Had made a uh, an instructional video on how to operate. And the there's ma- just like this happy lady, and she's like, "Yay!" She smiles, and then everything dies. <laughs> but nothing died. <laughs> well, I mean, use your imagination. It's coming. No. It, first <laughs> off, the, the fact that the gun fires via smiling is the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, it's amazing. That is that is the Beautiful. PR move of of a lifetime. It was genius. I mean, now I'm like I don't trust the Japanese. That's no. <laughs> but that's the thing is like smile me. joy. But see, here's, here's my thing though. So, it's going to fight the American robot, right? right. Okay. So they're going to be fighting and every time it has to fire, they're going to have to smile. So they're going to be like, "All right, I'm going to do this." And they're going to be like deep in thought. They're going to be like, "All right, hold on. I'm going to have to <laughs> all right, all right, almost got him. Hold on. <laughs> all right, almost got him. Someone needs to edit little ding noises whenever yeah. they have to do that. But so, and if if the Japanese robot starts winning, the guy's gonna be smiling a lot, right? So he's gonna just well, be they warned you not to be too happy. They were like, "Don't or you'll." I mean, there was there's a thing in there yeah. about being too happy. But then if he wins, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, I did it!" <laughs> oh no, I can't stop. I'm amazing. And luckily, it's just plastic. Everyone. Luckily, it's just plastic BBs. <laughs> yeah, he turns the smile at the crowd, and he's like, I could, did you, "Hi, everyone." Did you guys see what the rocket was made out? I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't watch the video. No, well, I didn't. I didn't really, get a chance. I was too excited. There's a rocket. It's really busy. Yesterday. It's like a non-lethal rocket or, or water or something. I, I didn't. They didn't fire an actual rocket. Yeah, they did. The first the thing they did before the. Well, I didn't pay attention. To they had the me. they had the rocket launch first, and then they talked about the Gatling gun with the BBs. Okay, that's I, the part I focused in on. The, the, the smile because I was the like, Gatling "There's gun. people inside of it. <laughs> They're inside of the robot." Oh, robots so, are gundam. No, they're not. <laughs> no. See now, see now. I, I, I want us to have the fight, and and you know, sorry, Japan. I love you guys. You guys are, have made some crazy stuff that I like. I have to go USA on this one. USA, USA, America, America. <laughs> um, and and I've been watching. I like our robot. I've been watching anime this week, and so I mean, I've been really. Are you hyped? Just don't be hyped. It's not gonna happen <laughs> for a very long time. In fact, a year next year. Here's the thing. I I'm gonna to put money down. I'm putting. I'm putting a dollar down happens. right now. Dollar down right now. Fight never happens. <gasps> oh, that's sad. Aaron Fight Porter, the never dream happens. crusher, rearing Aaron his Porter, ugly head right dream now. Dream crusher, crushing <laughs> your dreams of robot battle. It's never gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Nope. 
if it real. if it does though, we have to get we have to get together and do a Ravel TV so we can we can announce the Gundam fight. I want to sure. be there. I want to have <laughs> nope. a T-shirt nope. and I want to have a headband and one of those big giant foam fingers. Only it's like a mech finger. Yeah, but you're cheering. Which one are you cheering for? All of it. No. Well, America, because American. I'm cheering for robots. Gundam. <laughs> I'm cheering for Gundam. <laughs> Go team robot. I have to show you robot jocks. I have to show you robot jocks. We have to get together before I leave, and I have to show you robot jocks. Yes, I love robots. I get very excited about them. Like Kristen Harris and his robot cars. That's true. <laughs> Listen, I, I am all for robot cars, though. <laughs> I am. Are robot cars considered Gundam? No. Um, all robots it's are Gundam. It's a robot, no. and you're inside of it. C-3PO is Gundam. Okay, so, so, all right, so, okay a robot car so, would be more closer to Gundam. Yes, it is. Uh, so let's... We will define Gundam. You can't right define no, Gundam. No, it's no. undefinable. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. It's pretty, you know, Listen, it's a thing. All right, so here, <laughs> here's how we will define the soul robots. of Gundam. No, is the pilot. Exactly. All right, so then the heart of Gundam. So then a the Gundam, anything that is Gundam, <laughs> is a piloted robotic or mechanical thing, which. I mean, at that point, then it's then it's then it's cars. Cars are Gundams. All cars are Gundam. All cars are Gundams. Everything robot is Gundam. Your car is kind of a robot. It is our computer. Yep. It How, do you you? How do you define robot? I don't define things. She doesn't do time or definitions. I see it, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's Gundam." <laughs> You're like a toddler. <laughs> that's how a toddler identifies things. Oh, oh, uh, uh, kitty. No, that's a dog. Kitty. <laughs> Gundam, 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 Gundam. I married a toddler. I just realized this. You're a perv. Apparently. <laughs> Awkward. <sighs> but no, not all robots are Gundam. All robots are no. Gundam. <laughs> Don't let him crush your no. dreams. Hashtag all robots no. are Gundam. No. <laughs> Hashtag no robots are Gundam. Here's you out the audience out there, if you're listening, if you agree with Aaron, <laughs> hashtag no robots are Gundam. And if you agree with girl, Aaron, girl type, hashtag all robots are Gundam. See, look at there no. at Mopcast Network or at Scotty White. Gundam, Gundam, Gundam. <laughs> How Gundam. about some robots are Gundam? Gundam. <laughs> Gundam. I would I would say that these two robots would would be considered Gundam. Of course, so. they would be Gundam. So uh, I, I, yeah. I I I mend my hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag some robots are Gundam. Your hashtag has been set. Nope. (laughs) Hashtag some robots are Gundam. Now you've just confused it. But not all robots. All robots are Gundam. Hashtag not all robots. (laughs) So I said I've been watching anime this week. What are you watching? What do you watch? Ranma one half. (gasps) That thing lasts forever. You're you're dragging this uh, this podcast out so we can get another two parter and. So so I eat on on microphone, aren't you? I kind of trying to get you, you to eat. On. Dude, I'm so hungry right you now. You posted something on Twitter about the excessive use of water. Yeah, have you ever seen Rama One Half? Yes, I tried to watch as much as, but I got as far as shampoo. Okay, so here's here's how I found out. Uh, uh, I I was introduced to Rama One Half about 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's a it's an old older anime. It's like eighty nine ninety. And they're also cute. They are, yeah, it's adorable. It's and it's a show about this martial artist and his dad. They went to China and they get cursed. They they went to hot springs and they fell into yeah, the cursed yeah, hot springs. The, the cursed hot springs. And whichever, of whatever, what the creepy part is, is whatever died, died and in drowned the spr- in, in the that spring hot spring is what you turned turn into. into. And so the 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 
father becomes a panda. Mm-hmm. And, he becomes a panda. And uh, Ranma turns into a girl. A little pigtailed girl. A little redhead pigtailed girl. And that's the that's that's the hook. That's that that's the hook of the show. He, he he's a boy, and then he's a girl Ooh, sometimes. Gender bender. Right. When he's hit with water, and then hot water, he turns into a uh, girl, and the then boy. cold water, he turns no, into. Reverse. Oh yeah. Okay. Because because. Because there's more chances to get cold water on you than hot water. That's true. So that's logic. That's the that's the what joke. we apply to anime. And um, his dad has hooked him up with all these women across the 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 country because they for different reasons like and we need food and shelter. You can marry my son when he gets old enough. So he's got a line of suitors, including the the main the, the main Is cast Akane? lady uh, Kane, yeah, Kane yeah. Tendo. And so that's the and she's a tomboy martial artist and. Mm-hmm likes boys but doesn't like to like boy and it's and it's they fight and like and it's annoying what's but, the pig one the pig guy uh ryoka ryoga he i identify Habiki. with him Habiki. i identify with him because one many pigs are adorable and two he never knows where he's going right he's got he's he directionally gets challenged. lost going home i'm like that's me he's directionally challenged and he turns into a pig pichon because he fell into the because he was chasing ramen uh Fall, fell into a, he wants uh, to be a badass so bad, but he's a cute, adorable, tiny little pig. That's the, the idea of the show, though. I think it's funny. It's like every every main character except the the Tendos have fallen into this. this Nintendos. Nintendos. Well, okay. Has fallen. They're into like the, the only smart family. They, and why they just is never win. One thing fan. that dies in these spring. <laughs> like <laughs> just one, one, one thing just died in these spring. They're so deadly. <laughs> What happens if like two different things die? Or do you turn into a centaur or <laughs> a hippogriff or something? What are you doing? He what? doesn't have anything to talk about. So he's gonna sit there and let you know. He doesn't have anything to talk about. Oh, you were quiet for a while when you didn't have nothing to talk about. Why can't he be quiet? It's something you and I can connect on. Make you feel any better? I'm singing the X Men theme. Because he's thirsty. <laughs> he's thirsty for. I'm, ret- I'm, ret- I'm returning the favor You're from so the uh, from from how it's sacks. But uh, I, you know, sorry. Continue. I have, uh, I had a blast reconnecting. Uh, you can watch it, and everyone can watch it too, because I've, I don't know why it came in my brain, why I was thinking about it. But someone pointed out to me, a friend of mine online was like, "Oh yeah, they're all online." I'm like, mm-hmm. "I didn't know they were all online." This video has a streaming service that they do through Hulu, but you can go through. It's free. And they have every episode, so I I spent all weekend watching Roma one half. I'm it's gonna on, take your entire life to watch Roma. I said, well, say, I, I'm probably in 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 after the first season of the first OAVs because after a while the show gets silly, a little bit too silly for me. It it gets real silly real fast, and and I like and like shampoo that could scrub away your memories by giving you like a hair. Just, I just watched that one. I just uh, washed your hair in the middle of a football field or whatever. Because shampoo is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got blue hair, and being colorblind, I'm just drawn to it. It's like, ooh, look. I'm sorry. I'm into weird things. Aaron actually well, started watching Titan. Um, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Talked about that last week, I think. Oh, I can't wait right. to see the movie. The movie trailer looks pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. So, and that's coming. They're 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 releasing it in America. Oh, um. Everybody, on, everybody on Periscope's enjoying watching. Are you? Are you? This. Well, you know, allergies in the South. That's true. It's like twenty four seven. I, I, I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember who are are you Whovians? Uh, I'm, when I can be. I was gr- I grew up with Doctor Who. I haven't watched the latest season. Well, uh, they just announced the I guess the last episode of this season, 
the eight season eight, and I get maybe the first episode of the season. I'm not quite I'm getting quite ready, but they're releasing it in theaters. Interesting. So, so it comes out September fifteenth. Three D. Can't wait to see it. Nice. You won't go because it's in the theaters. It's in theaters, so screw with, it. Probably with a bunch of Hoovians, though. You probably wouldn't have a problem. Here, you watch the Star Wars with everybody. Cause, I, mean, I, will, a, I will say there, there, will be, there will be exceptions to this rule. Um, Star Wars yeah. is absolutely an exception. Ant-Man will not be an exception. Um, I, I, I've heard good things. It's good. Um, I haven't heard great things. Um, it's, it's one of the better Marvel movies, but, you yeah. know. Um, but... It's better than Pixels. Yeah, I refuse to see that. The only reason I would want to see that is for Peter Dinklage with a mullet. <laughs> I I think it's... Tyrion Lannister with his mullet. Yep. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Star Wars, I'll absolutely go see. I don't know. I might see, but we're so far behind on Doctor Who. Like, we are uh, years behind at this the point. The problem is we tried to start watching <laughs> it with the original Lord. reboot Doctor, mm-hmm. and Aaron hates that guy. You I forgot like his name. Christopher Eccleston? He's okay. I, I liked him. He's only in there like nine episodes. Like, I liked him. Yeah. And then you get Tennant. And then, I love David Tennant. Yeah. See, he oh, wants I, to see Tennant. And David I think, he'll, my I think homie. he'll really like Smith, too. Shout yeah. out, David Tennant. You'll like Matt Smith, too. Yeah. I've seen some Matt Smith stuff, and That's I like his stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I, I like the could, Day of the Doctor. That was well done. If yeah, we, if we could fun. get through Eccleston, I think he'd be back on board. And Eccleston's got good episodes. I mean, it, it, well, I mean yeah, there's some, there are some parts of it that I like, but. I don't know. The, it's the just guest master. The first time we get uh, Captain Jack Harkness when they do the World mm-hmm. War One, yeah. uh, are you my mummy? That is creepy. Yeah, I saw that. That episode. was the I was like, best. That was a good episode. Because because I mean, Doctor Who almost lost me because before that's the farting aliens, and and look, I understand people like a good fart joke. I am one of the few people in America who I don't like a I don't want a fart. Have joke. you seen some of the weird and wacky things that Doctor Who's got? Like the old black and white ones had some kind of weird moth people. That right. Was just... <laughs> Just a dude in a moth suit. My God, it's Mothra. Awesome. Mothman. West Virginia shout out. Hey, he uh, he favorited something that I was on. Yes. The the Mothman f- is one of our earliest followers. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> shout out to him. Uh, I know in a previous podcast I said I didn't believe in him. <laughs> Do you uh, believe now? I believe now, now but that I've seen him. he gave a thumbs up, so now he's <laughs> Well, real. I haven't seen him seen him, but he favorited something I was mentioned in. So that's, so. Close that's, that's enough. That's enough for me to believe. That's in enough him. for your spectacle. That's enough for me to believe in any in any Twitter account. If you favorite something I do, <laughs> favorite something I do, I believe in you. You're a real person, not a bot. <laughs> so that's me. All right. All robots are Gundams. I hate you. <laughs> well, I think we have beat this dead horse as long as we're, I hate to see this go because I've had so much fun. Thank you so much to both of you for 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 co-hosting while I have been. On sabbatical, Scotty, it was completely your pleasure. It was completely my pleasure. <laughs> um, I apologize. I don't know what for. I just feel sorry. Yeah. <laughs> for me, that's sad. <laughs> no, for me. That's even sadder. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, you are you are the the permanent guest host for. I'm the permanent week, guest host, bitches. Weekly Mobcast, and we've and got the important report coming. Yeah, uh, the important report sometime coming. in August. Sometime uh, in August. Whenever Remember, Kevin and I can uh, get together. He's got some uh, personal stuff happening uh, middle of August, so we've got to we got to work that out. But we're going to RTX next week. Super excited! <laughs> cool. Mr. T. Um, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get in Austin on Tuesday, and we'll leave again a week later. So we're gonna be in Austin for a full week, and that is and that is 
so good. Cool. Well, staying in an Airbnb, so we'll have a house. All right. Well, I hope to hear stories about it when you guys get back. We mm-hmm. will. We will have to do that. I'm not on a podcast though. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> people we will can... probably have to pay us to shut up about it when we get back. We can do a special podcast. All right. I'm always up for podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um. Uh. Before we go, I do want to give a shout out to 99 Issues. Okay. Oh, yes. What's up, 99 Issues? Um. I. Um. Love comics. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, Who doesn't? And I was in uh, Baldwin County. And I was looking to get the new Lando, number one, because I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, and I love you me some, love you some Lando. Oh, I love me some Lando. Mm, love me. You Lando. would make sweet love to Lando Calrissian, uh, or quite. let him make sweet love to you. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the dulcet tones. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, he is the man. Um, but um, so I went to go, and of course, sure enough, they had issues, and I, I picked up something else, but. They had um, a blank cover edition, and Marvel's been doing these blank covers, so you can take them to conventions to get artists to, you know, mm-hmm. doodle on them and mm-hmm. whatnot. Sketch. Like the fine folks of Inverse Press. Yeah, the fine folks. I of got Inverse. an Amanda Rachel's drawing on um, Jupiter's Legacy number one. Oh, very cool. Very very cool. It's a prize possession. Oh, <laughs> but the great thing about sketch covers, and so uh, he had a Landis sketch cover, and I'm staring at it, and he's like, "I'll sell it to you for cover price." And really? So, yeah, so I got a, got my Lando sketch cover for cover price from 99 Issues, and I was like, I will shout out to the pot. You have to, if you're in, uh, he's got two locations, one here, one in uh, Mobile. Yep. On uh, right by Mellow Mushroom on University and Old Shell. Okay. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Look, look at me. I've been there. I like because they have a they have a good selection of the, image comics, and I that's usually the, what I gravitate towards. I haven't been to the Mobile <laughs> location yet, but I will. Bless Sorry. You. And the... Uh, the Daphne one is on uh, Howie 98 uh, by their uh, Kathy Package Store and stuff. It's pretty cool. Nice. And, and so you, you can get awesome beer at Kathy's and then get, like, comics at his place. And so you can have a really awesome evening. Yes. <laughs> so Nice. So shout out to 99 Issues. I'm, 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 I'm a fan. Issues? I am a fan. Big um, fan. What else? I think, that, I think that sums up everything. Really? Yeah. Well, let's do our outros. Well, I am. You can follow me at Twitter at, at Scotty White. You can follow the network at, at Mopcast Network. We're also at www.mopcast.com. Go to Twitter uh, on YouTube too at uh, Mopcast Network on YouTube. We'd like to get some more subscribers. And apparently now we're on Periscope <laughs> with uh, one other person watching. Woo-hoo. What's up? Wow. You've been there since the beginning. We appreciate you. We love you. They're probably asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or they're looking at my stuff going, I'm going to steal that. No one wants this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, they do. So they can do their own podcast. Oh, I'm in the furniture. Uh, You can find me uh, on Twitter at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. Uh, You can also find my website, which needs to be updated, AaronPorterIs.com. I'm going to update that here real soon. I've got some stuff coming up. Um, Yeah, I've got plans. Uh, you can also find me on the YouTubes at youtube.com slash airborder is I knew it branding baby nothing wrong with it and uh, you can if you're on the rooster teeth in, in the rooster teeth community I am I am Aaron all in word Ooh, rooster teeth I haven't been on in a while but I am I'm Scotty new White br- brand new website it's tough to use right now, but it's it's coming around. <laughs> I'll show I'll show up tonight and be like, oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> like Grandpa. They moved everything. What? It's a little rough right now, but it's, it's going to get better. It's just like anything new. Very cool. And Aaron? And Aaron? Uh, I am Aaron Needs Coffee on Instagram. Yeah, you're Aaron Needs Coffee. You're Aaron Needs Coffee on Twitter and Aaron.Needs.Coffee on Instagram. I am Aaron with an E on Instagram. And all this stuff will be at the description for this episode. Yeah, I always forget Twitter lately. Find me if you want to follow me. Uh, also, Mop has a Twitter. I know. Uh, Mop the Sal, one word. Shout she, out. Will, she will. She has no thumbs, but she will tweet. <laughs> I shouldn't have any thumbs. It's a little, little creepy. She's not creepy. She's got, she has no thumbs. Things should thumb. have thumbs. She should not. Unless, unless it's a dog some, or cat. Some things don't have thumbs. Are they not things then? No. Just like robots, not all robots are Gundam. All robots are Gundam. All mops have no, no, no mops have thumbs. No mops have thumbs. <laughs> not all robots are Gundams. <laughs> that's I guess what that's what we'll end with. Uh, oh no! Um, last thing I will play. Um, oh no! I guess I'll save it for the next podcast. So. Oh, we're ending on a cliffhanger. Because it's done. I have to find music to play at the end of this one. I'll play it. We'll find it. I never do. How about Real Big Fish? I'll play some Robot Fish. There you go. Yeah, we'll, so we'll listen to uh, this song from Robot Fish. Everything's gonna be
Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.